or one of us. Your passion is the world of mountain biking, from enduro to gravel races and everything in between. This is Insider MTB, the podcast that takes you behind the handlebars, into the dirt, and behind the scenes of the mountain biking world. And now your host, Austin White. All right, all right, you guys. Welcome to the Insider MTB podcast. I'm joined, Spencer, Jamesy. You guys know everyone. Um, so look, we're kind of going to break into this episode. I would maybe call this episode three. We're going to break down some stuff. Uh, I really like to talk about the UCI Snow Bike World Championships. We're going to get into some Red Bull Hardline, since they're finally expanding that. And then uh, we're going to add Bella. She's got a new team this year. And then a little bit of info from uh, Jacob Snow. So we got a lot to kind of digest, dig into. And Jamesy is uh, at his new turned location. Spencer seems to be uh, in a different house and uh, recording this one with us. That's right. Yeah. Mobile so, studio. Yeah, you're kind of, you're just on the run. Talk about That's it a right. little bit, Spencer. You're just, just hitting some new stuff right now. Yeah, we're just, we're just rolling, you know, rolling with the wave. Riding the wave, whatever you want to call it. I uh, did a photo shoot. We got a cat joining. What's up, buddy? Man, look at that little <laughs> kitty cat. That was the best right there. That couldn't have been better timing. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, chasing some tail out here in SoCal. <laughs> Literally. We, uh, <laughs> we uh, yeah, did a photo shoot with 100% um, on Monday. Then rolled up to uh, um, the, the mountains up in Arrowhead. Uh, just. Yeah, kind of near Big Bear here in Southern California. Did a photo shoot for this cold plunge stuff that uh, a company that supports me named Everyman Jack. They make soaps and stuff. They uh, did a shoot with them the last two days and then returning to San Diego to shoot some more with 100% tomorrow. Staying at a, at a friend's house and, and uh, was on my way. Podcast calls. And we got to find a spot to set up the studio. So we're just cruising. Just, Here's Johnny. He's, yeah. he's, uh, Hi, Johnny. Your hair looks yeah. great. <laughs> she's uh this is the most real enough. podcast ever that's right that's right we keep it real I love it. so yeah I love that's it. where i am we're just hanging i'm doing great man i'm having fun i've had a good week i hope hope you guys have too but yeah james you rotated the old the old desk or something you got studio yeah. are, you, are you showing some clients <laughs> products in the background or something or what oh, are you working no. on <laughs> i so i got this idea um yeah i've just been working on it for a while and then this is normally the way i'm kind of set up and i have my desk normally raised and whatnot so i can tie into anything that's going on back then i can just walk back and forth on the whatever and yeah i was working on it and i was throwing shit against the wall because i hate everything and uh i was like oh podcast calls i better better sit down and make it happen so and then i can I, it's kind of just trying to be braggadocious let's be honest i'm just trying to show off that's all i'm a fan dude it looks sick i think it looks great and i, I would like you for the next episode maybe to throw in some like unreleased product in the background just on, on oh yeah so yeah no absolutely teaser. we'd be like yo what's james i'm already shooting? on this borderline about doing this podcast and how loose i get to lose <laughs> clients but that'll be definitely a number one way to lose clients <laughs> like you know, yep. all those ndas i threw you it on could, this podcast you're probably gonna make more clients after this one right oh yeah hopefully so i have lights clients and i have a backdrop so if you need anything shut under lights and a backdrop i'm here for it for sure yeah. What, about, what a, about you, Austin? Talk to us, man. What's going on? Flew out to uh, Tennessee, check out Gwen's new place, Winrock. Yeah. 
pretty badass, but all I got to look at it was basically from the window of the car because it poured rain the whole really? time. Oh, yeah. Then grabbed another plane over to Salt Lake and uh, got to check out TRP. And hey, uh, yeah, see their building and do some work there. We're all BME stuff. Getting yeah. ready for the series. Uh, I handled the marketing with them. So get to get to travel a little bit more on the uh, off season. So that's kind of rad. And um, yeah, just kind of was basically unfolding all these different things that was going on. And I was like, man, we got to We got to fucking lay down and talk about some of this shit. <laughs> like, yeah, it's um, uh, crazy. I want to ask you, though, real quick, because I think Bella's going to jump on any minute. But yeah. uh, as far as Gwyn, what is he got big plans for big changes? Is he kind of like. Yeah, Stuff I mean, that... changes in just, I mean, the fact that he moved basically his entire life to the other side of the country, right? And then bought this mountain bike park, and he's changing entire teams, um, starting basically his own thing there, and taking over this mountain bike park that had some already pretty great trails, but oh, yeah. putting Gwyn style to them. I don't, maybe, you know, I don't even know. He's a goat of mountain bikes right and now he's going to have his mountain bike park that you can go ride at i feel like i feel like we should have him on the pod uh yeah i mean that's the plan i think <laughs> we're a little premature on it i was like man we gotta yeah, get yeah. you on there but i was like maybe you should release your team stuff so we have you know some way for him to <laughs> to promote it a little bit more but yeah like uh that's the plan plan to have him on the pod and uh talk about all aspects of it right like let's let's not just talk about racing let's talk about just tennessee life compared to california life like you're it's crazy sick yeah i haven't yeah. been i really want to go i've heard great things and i know bma the bme is stopping there and then also the big mountain downhill series is stopping there so one-stop shop for that for that series and it looks like a sick place and he's obviously investing in it and putting a bunch of money into it and i mean man yeah he's building a little mtb mountain bike paradise with sick trails and in a pretty cool pretty cool location a little unique it's already on the map i would say and i'm sure with a little bit of i mean have you done i mean i guess the furthest you've gone is probably arkansas right for what for, for like, like just riding mountain bikes um i mean i've ridden on the east coast and stuff okay in, you have in florida a little bit yeah i haven't ridden okay i haven't ridden in tennessee but uh but Doesn't yeah seem weird like i mean for me it feels weird a little bit like that area i would not think that there's mountain biking going on yeah right i know <laughs> right I mean, but it's rowdy. And I mean, yeah. like, there's a reason that there's a lot of tune camps for suspension companies that yeah. take place out there. And it's produced some incredible riders as, as far as the downhill. And there's some really great yeah. enduros, enduro, ride, enduro riders that come out of that area, you know, but especially the downhill. The East Coast, that was the thing, I think, that we've always got this preconceived notion of like, oh, you go to California, you go to Colorado to ride bikes. And then it's like, holy shit, there is a real scene out there. It's no, yeah. and it's scary. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, the tracks out there at Windrock are scary for sure, especially hey, in the rain. He legit gave us bikes to go ride, and it was pouring rain, and no one, like, there was some locals riding, and he was just like, you can go ride. It's pretty rowdy. I wouldn't ride right now. Yeah, <laughs> when if yeah. Gwyn tells you that recommendation, like, oh, well, then I'm guessing I probably shouldn't ride that trail. Nice. So he's got <laughs> yeah. some big plans for the place, though. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, I, we'll I don't get fully want to spoil it, but like, no, 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 we got the full tour and what he's putting in there from what it was to what it's going to be. And it, especially because a lot of it will be a lot of it will be done for the BME race and the BMDH race. So 
it feels pretty cool. It's like we're we're unwrapping the brand new present for when we're going there. So um, that's that, that's well, going to be get, let, Don't spoil anything. Let's wait for him to be on the, the <sighs> thing know. and then we can uh, discuss it. I know. Um, totally. Do we want to get into the new snow aspect of UCI or where are I we at with think, time? Uh, I think we can dig into that a little bit. Like uh, how many, I, I don't know. Did you guys uh, even first UCI is having a snow bike world championship. And uh, is it fair to say snow bike though? It's it's just it's not like they've got skis on. It's just a mountain bike with. <laughs> it studs, is. It's a mountain right? bike with studs. Okay, yeah. So we're not talking about like a ski bike. Like Nikolai has a sponsorship with. It or is whatever. confusing, right? Like what? Right, what, snow I, bike. Right, yeah, yeah, totally. And it's um, not fat tire. It's not like the five inch wide treads. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's like you just drill some some stuff through your tires yeah. and then hold on. I don't. I don't. I. Yeah, um, but well, maybe... here's my take on it was when you sent it to this. So for the viewers or the listeners, we have just the three of us have a little group text message that we're chirp at each other with. And Austin sent it over. And my immediate response was from a 19, I think it's 1997 X Games where Missy Jovi was <laughs> racing in this. So they tried it back in the 90s um, for better or worse. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. That's my take on it. I mean, like everything comes around. We're seeing more and more buggy corduroys nowadays with the kids wearing all that shit. So I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Um, I love my courts, but we have a guest. So let's, let's we invite her in here and yeah. let's talk about it with her too. Yeah. All right. Hi, Bella. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you guys? <laughs> We're doing pretty good. I mean, James, yeah. he's probably doing a lot better than us, but we're all doing great. Always. James is always doing better than all of us. Yeah, party time USA. <laughs> Welcome to the Insider yeah. MTB podcast. It's been a while since I've spoken to you, but thanks for joining us. So like episode three for us. So we're we're getting things figured out, but thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a little going. rough. It's yeah. going to be. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Yeah. No, thanks for coming on, um, everyone. You know, this is Bella. She is... What now been racing enduro for what seven years? Six, six, six years, yeah. yeah, seven years, yeah. It's been time's flying, <laughs> yeah. Um, new team this year, a lot of new stuff to download on this one. Um, you know, a junior national downhill champion, um, great, great rapport, I guess you could say. Uh, and world traveler now racing a lot in the U.S., I'm guessing, and yeah. uh. Our, our our guest for the podcast so first uh tell us new team can you tell oh, us do we want to do that or do you want to just drop her in the deep end and be like oh hey tell us about the uci snow race that's going on <laughs> yeah, what's your opinion on that yeah we were just talking about that tell us like, it looks cool you I well, mean, yeah, i'm cause... sure there's controversy but i grew up ski racing so i don't know i think it looks pretty cool <laughs> would you race it i would race it it Have looks you... hard drilled i've never studs well, i've I've, I've ridden like an e-bike in the snow up here but uh like yeah no that would be so hard i'd rather do it on skis but <laughs> so you well, are ready to sign up for next year yeah i'm all in <laughs> nice dude I, i'm pretty down too i i to be totally honest i don't i don't understand why why you wouldn't be down at least to give it a shot but it's it's crazy that uh it's crazy that UCI just invented it basically and said, Hey, we're going, 
they threw it crown in a world champ <laughs> right away year one yeah i got rid of enduro racing and let's just add this in now I'm yeah, yeah. i'm <laughs> a little bit confused but no, besides yeah that, i saw what? i saw some comments about it like being an olympic sport and we're we're adding it so we can have mountain biking in the olympics and it's like well how about we get downhill in the olympics <laughs> yeah i think yeah. we have That'd some other cool. things to to do first before that but you know but I, otherwise it looks fun yeah <laughs> Well, let's, let's, let's talk about you and the new team. Um, first off being in Flagstaff, you're pretty used to the snow right now. And it looks like you did your photo shoot in Sedona though. So how does that riding dynamic work out? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, we actually just got dumped on last week. We got a ton of snow. Um, but yeah, I did my video in Sedona. It's like 45 minutes from Flagstaff. So, um, it's a, it's a great place to train in the winter time when it's snowy here. Um, what do you, what, yeah. what do you do for this off-season training then? I ride the trainer. I get to sit inside on a trainer a lot and it sucks. <laughs> but um and I'm in the gym a lot in the off-season. But yeah, I spend pretty much all my weekends either in Sedona or Phoenix. Phoenix is 2 hours away. So I have a lot of options. That's what I think makes Flagstaff pretty cool. Really? I guess, okay. I could I yeah. could ski in the morning and then go ride in Sedona 45 minutes down the road and do both in one day i don't know i think that's pretty cool but i mean yeah, for this... sure and listen oh sorry i'm talking no. over you austin i know that we're not <laughs> supposed good. to do that but there's a big not a huge but a big elevation change between flagstaff and sedona right yeah um, yeah i sleep at seven thousand feet in flagstaff and then sedona I, I don't know the exact elevation of it but you do drop down quite a bit which is actually mm -hmm. i don't know they say that's good <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, so that you can <laughs> ski in the morning and ride bikes in the afternoon. But anyway, you haven't actually announced this team or you haven't or any of that. So go ahead and yeah, do that. She, she has, I think, right? But, on yeah. Instagram. Oh, on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. Instagram. I don't look at Instagram. Out. I'm locked yeah. out. Yeah. This, is locked where, out. Yeah. this is where yeah. I get all my news is all this podcast. Info. Yeah. 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 I'm on the uh, KHS Pro Mountain Bike Team for this year. And I'm pretty excited about it. it they're they're treating me well and it should be should be really fun. Big okay. change. Yeah, right, tell us how this all came went, about. Right? Yeah, you went. You were with L L Giant, aka Liv. Liv. I can't seem to <laughs> put that out there, but you, you, were with, you were with Liv for a while, and now yeah. KHS, a pretty big change, pretty big move, completely kind of different, uh, different brand from from the global scale, I think. But yeah, yeah, exciting. Much, much different, uh, or a big change, I guess you could say. I mean, Liv is Liv is an all female brand, and they, and they're awesome, and. Um, yeah, I think it was just kind of time and I made the move over to KHS and I'm excited because I get to do some downhill racing along with enduro racing and I don't know, I, I'm excited for a new change and yeah, I think it should be good. Um, so you, okay. oh, Go ahead, go. Austin. All right. All right. So look, all right. You were on a global team. Now I'm guessing yeah. this is a U.S. team. Does that yeah. change the structure of what you're going to be doing this year? Yeah, so I mean, my main focus is going to be the Big Mountain Enduro Series, um, and then there's the new U.S. Downhill Series. Uh, that's that's really going to be my main focus for this year. I I haven't made any plans to really go out of the country and do any of the the UCI Enduro racing, which I'm not too upset about, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know, I'm racing in the U.S. <laughs> So uh, was that you pointing because that's where oh, yeah. I am on your screen, Austin? <laughs> I like it. We're working on it. Yeah. Um, all right. With this, uh, so you did mention, so it looks like you're going to be doing enduro and downhill this season. Like, are you yeah. 
you're pretty much on the road the whole season with this then. Yeah, there, there's going to be a lot of traveling and moving around. Uh, my boyfriend, Lucas, is actually driving the KHS trailer to all the races. Um, so we got a good a good team dynamic, I think, going there. And I don't know. I think it'll be a really fun year. And, and uh, I, I, I enjoy having fun. And I think I do better when I'm having fun. So I, I don't know. I think it'll be good. Is it attached on the back of the fun mover or what's the plan? <laughs> we discussed it. Meal? We discussed it. I think the yeah. fun mover <laughs> the fun mover still needs to make its appearance at races. And so <laughs> yeah. that'll be quite the setup if we have the trailer okay. and the fun mover. <laughs> wow, this is a big uh, big area going down. Yeah. No, it's it's been a lot of uh, behind the scenes work, but And then who else be. is on this team with you? Uh, we have Shane Leslie. Um, nice. He was on and, last year as well, right? Yeah, he was on yep. last year. And Stephen Walton ah, is also Stevie. on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then there, I know there's some development riders on the team as well, but that's the, the factory team. So Okay. Nice. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Are we going to see it any other races like maybe sea otter or like tds or something yeah. something fun yeah i'll be i'll be at sea otter for sure and then the um north american enduro cup okay sick and and uh i don't know i've never been to tds i think tds would be fun to go to but lucas has been I'm, pre I'm pretty yeah, sure lucas, lucas has been then yeah we i think i think we could pull some strings we could yeah, get we you in to there. call some people on this seriously yeah. Okay, well, yeah yeah call some people for me <laughs> it's sick i love it that's that's no, an event it, near and dear to my heart and, yeah no it looks like like almost the event of the year yeah for most people it's mine so, that's for sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh 2018 i i looked up this stat, but 2018 you were junior national downhill champ i'm guessing you're getting back to your roots would be a safer say with some downhill racing for you yeah, well, it's funny because I kind of just, uh, well, I hated, I hated mountain biking. I really was not, I grew up around mountain biking and I hated it. <laughs> I did not want to pedal a bike uphill, which I think is why the downhill was interesting. But uh, I went to a few enduro races prior to 2018 and then I had hip surgery. Um, and then I had hip surgery beginning of 2018, had wow. never ridden I don't, Hold on. So it was, the hip thing? Did you do this on yeah, a bike? Yeah. Or yeah, I need to yeah, know. Hold I on. need to Just know. Brush that over really easily. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. I was ski racing and playing volleyball, and my hips started hurting, and nobody believed me that it was hurting, and uh, and I was racing the Nike series in 2018 on a bike. So I was doing all of those, and. Uh, it would just get stuck, like sitting in class. I would, I would go up and my hip would get stuck and I'm like, something's wrong. So at the end of 2017, we finally got an MRI done and I had, um, they didn't want to call it a fracture. They didn't really know what to call it, but I had some type of fracture in my, uh, in the socket of my right hip and as well as torn ligaments. Uh, and so, you're like, what? 16 17 how, how 17, old 17 yeah is this wow. like something they would see in like an old person type of hip like what are, <laughs> what are we talking well, here kind of the fracture they didn't know what to call it but they uh it was like an impact wow. from impact so i don't know if it was volleyball or ski racing or what it was where it came from my the ligaments that were torn they were that's a genetic thing they were too long so they would get stuck in the, my hip when I would sit down and pinch the, oh. the ligaments. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So it wasn't it wasn't very fun. Um, I love sitting down. This is horrible news. <laughs> I know. And getting up and trying to walk and it being stuck was terrible. Wow. Okay. But... So you were racing still though with this issue and with the long yeah. ligaments. Yes, the long ligaments and the <laughs> yeah. fracture or whatever you call it. But yes, I was racing with that. It didn't hurt when I was riding or doing anything it would just be afterwards it would get kind of sore um my results started going backwards in the nika and so it probably it was obviously affecting something i just yeah. didn't feel it when i was riding so it was like <laughs> whatever um and I, anyways i got it fixed in february of 2018 okay um got it fixed then, and then wrapped up a national championship yeah, yeah. Hold on, what? <laughs> and it, i feel like a hip we surgery found... is a big deal like how do you just a... you just walked out of there what i mean <laughs> kind of it, i mean i walked out of the surgery on crutches what? i was on crutches for a few weeks they but they instantly in, in physical therapy put me on um on the trainer or on a spin bike and they did a bunch of physical therapy after it was supposed to be like an eight nine month to a year recovery yeah. <laughs> and uh I, I got an mri a month before national chance and they're like honestly it's picture perfect to what we'd want it to look like after surgery so you can go race your bike i'm like cool wow so, moral of the story is we uh, shorten holy. some ligaments and we win championships <laughs> goddamn I'm going to take a couple inches out of my hip ligaments. I'm not a doctor, but. <laughs> Holy moly. Sounds like a rough yeah. process to repeat to win a championship, but like, wow. I, yeah. Yeah. I Well, and I was with Pivot at the time, and they built me a downhill bike and said, here you go. And I went and raced. I had never raced a downhill race. Or I think I had, I had raced a downhill race kind of but like not i've never ridden a downhill bike at that time before so. wow like that's 2018 a, a crazy year I, yeah that was wild uh i don't know it was fun and then you were like i'm done with downhill i'm gonna do enduro i'm a little bit confused <laughs> what i go out on top little mic drop yeah did, did yeah. you do downhill after that because i'm i feel like looking at your record you didn't I didn't. And it was kind of a bummer. I mean, I was told by organizations that if I won national champs, I'd get to go to world champs. And <laughs> there was actually a, the problem, uh, Samantha Soriano, I don't know if you, I, I would imagine you know her name, but she yep. was racing pro and she should have raced. She was, could have been in the junior class, but she raced pro and she was, had a faster time than me in the pro class. So they took her to national champs. Which makes sense. Or world not champion. national champs, world, world champs. World, yeah. Um, wow. So, yeah. So, that was a bummer. I wish I could have raced downhill at, at world champs at that time. But, and then, and then live. Second race, worlds. Yeah. That would have yeah. been yeah. insane. Could you imagine? I mean, <laughs> that been pretty cool. why not? Look at how insane <laughs> this has been now. I All know. Right. I know. But wow. that's okay. But, and then I signed with Liv and just continued racing enduro. Liv didn't make a downhill bike, and enduro was good. So wow. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so maybe we're gonna see some pretty awesome shit from you this year at some downhill races. Is what I I'm like hearing. I like going downhill. I like going downhill. So I could see that. Wow. 
Okay. Are you are you changing your training? Anything that you've done years previous as being concentrating on enduro? Are you changing anything up for this year for downhill? Uh, no, I wouldn't say in regards to downhill. I have trained my coach and I have changed my training program a little bit. I wouldn't say it's to focus on downhill though. I think I'm my one of my main focuses is still going to be enduro and and the big mountain enduro series. Um, so and, if we're a percentage so, pie, you're more for be, for enduro than downhill. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I think, what's kind of expected of me as well. Um, but yeah, just tiptoeing in the downhill scene and seeing how, it, how it'll go. Nice. So, I don't know. I, there's no, no pressure, no anything to. So. That well, sounds... we were talking with Rob Clean the other play. day. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, Bella. No. You're good. You're good. I was just going to say, we were talking, God, we're so, I'm so bad at this. Uh, but we were talking with Rob the other day on another podcast and, oh, on this podcast, another episode. And so he was saying it. that there are teams uh, that are like kind of stoked on now they can bring just one rig. They don't have to worry about like, okay, we're going to try and send the downhill kids over to Europe to go race or something. Now we can just have everybody in the US. So I guess that's a huge advantage for KHS and giving you that opportunity, right? Yeah, and I, I was really excited to see um, that BME was going to have some downhill races. I don't know what that looks like yet, but I think it sounds like it. It's going to be really cool. <laughs> yeah, we're going hey, we're gonna, we're gonna to find out as well, right? Is, <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, is, is our information not public? Uh, the, some of our info, well, no, the downhill races are, but there is some, uh, okay, I mean, we okay. could tell Bella now I, th okay. the episode is going to come out before hers, but look, uh, there is going to be, so you pretty much won the series last year, but because you could drop a race, you didn't, we yeah. can talk about that. That's no it, more for next year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't so, know if that's bad to be excited about, but I think, I mean, what there's how many races? Six. Yep. Yeah. Six. Six for the there enduro. shouldn't be a dropped race. No, no, totally, it's not. <laughs> I, I, and I kind of chirped that last year. Like, I think that you guys are the elitist enduro riders. Why, why should you be able to drop a race like that? Like, there's no other elite level no. playing sport that you're just. Oh, hey, look, I had a bad weekend. We're just gonna drop this in the series. Yeah, you know, right? if, if you don't see it in Supercross, then it shouldn't be True. a thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where that came from. Even just uh, like... it was just the previous points, and then so then another thing, the points are going to be completely different because like remember last year it was like a fifty point or a hundred point gap. Yeah, it's going to be just like Supercross points where it's only like five or three. That's so if you cool. do get like a fifth, you're still in it. That's cool. Yeah, well, a battle. It's, it's it, you're still it'll look closer on paper, but still if you if you get like a a first and then a uh fifth or something you still are gonna have to make up some points no you're still gonna yeah. have to make points up for sure but, I mean, nice. if there's five yeah. six seven people who can win kind of like yeah. supercross yeah it makes a little more exciting you, you can you can have like two fifth place maybe that'd be better to say it than actually yeah. like yeah, yeah. if you did two yeah, yeah. if you got were off that box last year you were out there was like yeah. no way coming back yeah yeah, yeah i mean i was some... off it in arkansas but but I could drop it. <laughs> Can we talk about that a little bit? Like, yeah, you started the season really fucking rough, and then really you just rough. came out of nowhere. What? What did People... you take a, a gummy bar between? Like, what were you doing? <laughs> like, it's it was it was a different Bella from Arkansas it for the rest of the race. To sunrise, it was, and and people made comments about it. I know, like. I did. You're letting someone who got 
seventh and Arkansas beat you? Yeah, like stuff like oh, my comments went the other way. Like Actually, what happened? Uh, yeah. Damn, Austin. I know I didn't make fire. that comment. My comment <laughs> no, was like, what happened comment. to you at Arkansas? What is going on? I th- so I was injured twice in twenty twenty two. I had a wrist injury at the first BME. Didn't go to any of the EWSs that I was supposed to the first half of the season. Went to a BME in Durango, then went to nationals and broke my ankle. <laughs> so I okay. think I was did get, just. Did we get a hip surgery or something? <laughs> no, like, no, no. <laughs> she did. She got hip <laughs> surgery between round one to round two, and and yeah. and it clicked. <laughs> yeah. So I think the first race I didn't do any racing. I did like a California enduro race in between July and the next year in May in Arkansas. And I think, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say Arkansas is my favorite place to race a bicycle. Yeah. Maybe it'll be more fun next year. They, they are doing need... a bunch of new stuff. So I will say okay. that. I they're saw that they, they're yeah. matching the uh, <laughs> they purse. So I, I need to go faster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the one that you're not going to do bad at, that would probably be the one. Right? Yeah, that, yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I think I'll be, the plan is to be more ready for the first race this year, and it it seems to be going a lot better than last year. So yeah, I'm excited. Well, it should be good. Maybe it won't rain as well. It was a little slippery. Well, yeah, yeah. You that was saw it my was crazy on video. <laughs> you did. You made the you made the video with the good crash. So yeah, you helped me out in the editing. But uh, yeah, totally. So. Well, with all that being said, which uh, location are you most excited about going to? Whether it, or not it's a BME this season. Yeah. Um, well, Sunrise is probably my favorite, just because nice. it's a few hours from here. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I'm excited to go to uh, Tamarack, just it being like a new venue and, and all that. You right? and me both. I love that place right That's, now. Okay, I was like, oh, you yeah. guys looked weird. I thought it wasn't saying it. No, no. I, I knew there was one that changed, but I just couldn't remember which one it was, and that's why I thought yeah. I thought it was that oh, one. Oh, dude, never mind. Tamarack, I'm so ready for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. And then I haven't done the NAEC race, so. Okay. It's, oh, have you not? I, I haven't no. either, but I heard it's incredible. Yeah. That's so... Kellogg, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Oh, phenomenal. Really? Just yeah. everything about that whole race is phenomenal. The way it's put on the tracks, everything. The yeah, vibe down in the town. Things. Yeah. Nice. It's a really ride race for sure. Yeah. And just the not so much of being able to show up to places like that place early i mean you really can't practice until friday yeah let's talk about that (laughs) so i'm not innocent so someone will be there someone will be there don't you worry (laughs) well and the thing about the rules and has the new rules come out yet austin Tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. Okay. But when this comes out, it's February. It's February fifteenth. So I still don't think it's that bloody clear on the rules about showing up a week early. Like I remember we had a meeting at the BME. Yeah, we're basically. Yeah. 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 And it was like, look, if you if you show up at the resort and you're out riding, they even made it. But this is okay. So this is a after a riders meeting. I think it was. Bella, you'll have to remind me. It was either Big Sky or Brian Head, one of those Brian two. Head. Yeah, Brian and we all could, everybody was there, and they were like, "All right, for future races, even if you were at the resort, you cannot ride the resort at all." Like the mm-hmm. week before, I think they said. And now the race, it now it's like if our guys are working on a track, and Austin, correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe I misunderstood this, but if our guys are working on a track 
it's closed. You can't practice. You can't ride that. And it's like, I, okay, so we can still show up on Tuesday and just ride everything. So I, so I, I think honestly, James, it's not really in the control of the BME organization because it's open. It's, it's public place. I mean, I think it, it's kind of more leaning on the riders to hold a more of an honor roll system and be like, Hey, okay, I promise I'm not going to go ride two weeks earlier and just lap the place out to learn it and for them to show it up, show up and, and rip because I don't know, I'm sure there's some people that'll show up to wherever Tamarack and they're local to the, to the zone. And then they will be in the top 10 or something of the men's yeah. and they've never even been heard of per se. Like, yeah. um, it happens. Local, local knowledge is a big thing and, and there's only so much you can do about it. So yeah. I think it's up to the riders. I, I mean, Bella, it's, you, we'd love to hear your opinion on I mean, it too, but yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah, I know it's a controversial topic. Um, and I think cause the rule book used to, the rule book changed last year to say no pre-riding Monday, Tuesday, and and then we or with Mon, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we practice Thursday, Friday, or something like mm-hmm. that. And um, and that's fine. I mean, people were still showing up Saturday, Sunday, and riding. <laughs> I yeah. did, right? Because everyone's doing it. And and, and if you have the means to do it, go I for it. I think just like, what Spencer was kind of saying, like how how do we how do all of a sudden we just call sunrise and just never let you ride there until the event you live <laughs> well, right. two hours away. Like how, how does that work out? You know? And I, yeah. and it, and it, you rode, you raced sunrise this year, even though they ran the trails, they didn't run them all in one. Like they, they patched a lot together. So mm-hmm. I don't, and I didn't know, get to ride any of that new backcountry stuff or anything totally. like that, like prior. So I think BME tries to do some of these backcountry stages and things like that to try to even it out. But I'm, and, it, and there is moments when that does work. Cause that was a gnarly, like 15 minute long stage, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And me and James, he broke it in. So, um, yeah, perfect. yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's why the line <laughs> sucks. I was hey, going to say, that's a lot of skidding why, down a hill. That was the best lines you've seen. Um, I didn't go. I wasn't even there. I believe it. But yeah, whatever the case is, is I, I know that like even Jill Kittner, when she raced her first EWS, went over there early and rode a bunch of it and they got mm-hmm. pissed at her for it when she won. And they were like, it's not a real win. And I'm like, I there's replica. You do, yeah. It's yeah. a gnarly day, right? And mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't it's a very yeah. tough thing. I think it's cool that that saying Monday you, you shouldn't be riding it. So these guys can actually rope the course yeah. off and there's a few things, but yeah, like if well, you're going and, there a week before, what do you do? Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I think, I don't, I mean, I don't know. People get angry and, but the people who are getting angry have done it before. Yeah. So that's kind of where that's I'm why at. They're and like, angry, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, if the course, you know, EDR or whatever does it, they release the course the week before and you know exactly what the course is going to be, and you don't go ride it, where I think it gets a little confusing where BME or whatever, they can't really, they kind of have to get there to be able to see what the course is going to be. I think it makes a big difference when you ride a course or ride a trail just as a trail, and then you ride a trail when it's taped. Yeah, like those totally. Two, and so pre-riding a taped trail before practice, I think, does give you i mean obviously any sort of pre-writing gives you a benefit but pre-writing a tape trail is going to make a big difference yeah i think we all agree with that right yeah yeah spencer could tell us the best he's actually raced this shit so (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I mean it's 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 true. It's 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 tough though. It's a tough it's a tough thing. It's two sides to every coin. I mean, yeah. if you have the means to to go out and be able to go a week early and ride the mountain that they're gonna race a week later, like it's not much you can say to to argue that. There's other people that work a nine to five or whatever work a yep. job and they are they aren't able to go a week yeah. early to ride a place. I mean sorry it sucks like that's yeah. that's a bummer but it's just kind of the reality of things and and unfortunately I mean, that's there isn't you guys like get a lot of sh it's really hard when you guys did edr you know ews because those dudes have raced it how many years mm -hmm. in a row yeah. they are nine hour drive away so they probably could go ride it when you're not um all that yeah. type of stuff right yeah like yeah and i mean i don't know i i'll probably this is probably super controversial too but <laughs> it's my job to race my bicycle yeah exactly so I, I mean yeah I so why not take any advantages right that you yeah, can exactly give yeah. put put your best foot forward i mean you have you have every right to go do that and and everyone should kind of expect you to do that it's it's your right. it's your work and if if other people wanted to do that they would i'm sure they would take the 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 uh opportunity to go a week early but those the people that can't are the ones that are going to be a little more upset and yeah and it's sucks. understandable. I get yeah. it. And it does yeah. suck. But also if, if it makes a difference of winning 300 bucks versus two grand or however much the purse is like, yeah. that's a big deal for you. And this is how you make your yeah. money. And this is how, yeah. how you live. So like, if you can help yourself get closer to the, to the top step, like I, I would hope, I would hope as a competitor, you're taking every step, no matter who it is, like every, right. every opportunity you can get to win. I yeah. Mean, Kobe Bryant or whoever basketball players doing everything <laughs> yeah. and, and anything to yeah. make sure that they're winning championships or making yeah. the most money. Like yeah. it's natural. That's, that's, that's sport. Yeah. All right. And then yeah. one of the other rules that is going to be coming out, if it hasn't been announced is keeping you bastards to a damn start time. Ooh. Yeah. So you've got to be on your start time. Are you, yeah. Is that something that you you're excited about or indifferent? Um, I'm, I, my one thing with like EDR and I think it's good, but like having an hour to get somewhere and you're like dying to try and get to the star, that's <laughs> not my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then there's at BMEs or wherever in the States, there's people who wait around for three hours and you're waiting on to see your finished results, but there's still people who haven't gone and done the stage. It, that's a little like, okay come on so i don't know i think when there's like i think a certain time will be good i'm just hoping i don't have to die to get to the start <laughs> i think uh, and i will say that like rob wakes up pretty early on most of those mornings on thursday and friday and actually rides the climb to see okay, okay it took me an hour and a half this is how much time we should give him that's good yeah, yeah. so like i think they'll be pretty i don't fair think times. that happens happens always <laughs> no, no 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 i'll just throw a number it used to be with the old owner it was just him and his uh girlfriend would go ride it and they would split the time between the two of them and we're like okay then this is about a fair thing for whatever like the pro men versus pro women or whatever like that but gonna... i do think i think it's a good yeah. thing and i do think it is good to make sure that there is a little bit of a pep in your step between the things but i know yeah. the edr edr is <laughs> gnarly like to get Dude, I, between those two i've <laughs> literally done um a couple of the ews's and have literally come crested the top of the climb and my start time is like 10 seconds i roll straight into the start gate and yep. go yeah. like 
I it's cut. It's gross sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and you just That's spent insane. an hour climbing, and now you got to <laughs> yeah. sprint oh, immediately, dude. Yeah, it's it's some mm-hmm. of them are, are super so like, okay, tight. Tell me then. So like Richie Rude, who wins these things, how yeah. fucking early does he get there? It depends. It it all depends. It all depends on the on the transfers, really. But but yeah. if you're if you're on it, is he it, doing the same thing though? Is he like ten sometimes. seconds? Wow. I mean, yeah. I, I think. I mean, That's I would say I change I'm, some shit up this year. Yeah. For, well, I yeah. Mean, it depends. It depends on the on the transfers that that you guys give for the for the BMEs. Like, you don't yeah. you don't have to be so tight. I mean, I think. I yeah, don't think they're going to try to make it into like a super DXC race at all. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. it's, we're going to give them the, the yeah. space. Yeah. And, I, and I'll probably yeah. argue for that because I'm going to need to get to that fucking spot yeah. to shoot it. I think the organization, right. I think the organization of just having a set start time will help no matter what the transfer is. It doesn't have to yeah. be a super gnarly transfer, but knowing that, hey, I'm starting behind Joe and in front of Roger, whatever, yeah. like, yeah. Like the whole day and we're riding together and that's it. And not like being like, Oh shoot, Johnny here's like, he might not be the fastest on this trail. So I'm going to let him go in front of me. And then yeah. I'm going to wait for two more people to go before I hop in line. Like there's none of that BS, yeah. you know? And yeah. I think that that'll be a good thing. Well, and not waiting at the start for an hour or yeah. whatever. Yeah, exactly. The chip in or whatever. Well, well. And yeah. then, you know, now they're going to do it where you have permanent numbers and it kind of stays. Uh, that's your drop. So you'll be number two for the whole year, Bella. And so basically, second to last girl. <laughs> yep. Second to last girl taken off. Okay. Huh. That'll be good. I like that. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. speaking of, speaking of second to last girl, whatever, <laughs> I would like to give you the opportunity to, to, speak to use this as a platform that it is even though we are new and we only got a couple hundred viewers or whatever so far i hope that this grows and i hope that the early episodes stand the test of time a little bit but women's cycling as a whole oh. how what is your what is your opinion on the current state of that what can the whole oh industry what can the industry do better and what is it like already kind of doing okay i think that there is a pretty big moment ball that is rolling in a momentous momentous way in terms of women in cycling. And I think that there are a lot of chicks that are absolutely shredding and being brought into light in a better way. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of races that pay both men and women the same. I think that there's a lot of good going, but I'm obviously not a chick and neither are the <laughs> other two guys on here. And you're our first, uh, you're our second guest ever, but our first female guest. So I don't know. I want to hear it, hear uh, what you have to say. Um, yeah, I mean, I do think there are a lot of great things happening. Um, I think your, your comment about there are a lot, or there are most races paying females the same is the problem word for that. And all races, I think, and I think there are, I think most races are at least at that point now where they're paying women the same. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of good things happening. I just think there's like that gravel, the gravel world last year. I think it was gravel world champs broadcasted the men and decided not to broadcast the women. And there's just small things like that, um, that it's pretty crazy that that's still happening in my opinion. Um, but I, I do think things are going in a good direction. Um, we could obviously go down a rabbit hole with all sorts of different different things, but I do think things are getting better. And then 
we go two steps forward almost and then maybe like three steps back but i mean i think i think it's, it's moving in the right direction and it'll get there eventually well two steps forward and three <laughs> steps back it's not good how can we how can we make it two steps forward and and start no to back. yeah yeah exactly get <laughs> to a point where we're just moving forward what what changes need to be made or what do you suggest yeah good question and yeah that's a good question <laughs> answer it i mean i mean you don't obviously answer it to whatever however you yeah. want but i mean i feel like we need to be talking about this and we need to address don't, things and don't and, worry we only have 100 viewers right now so yeah, if you say exactly. something wrong nobody's like, gonna watch yeah, no one's gonna come killing you afterwards yeah you're good yeah um no i mean i i just really think i guess i guess my main the main thing in my head is that i think it was the most recent thing that happened was that gravel race yeah and i like who thought that that should like why couldn't we watch the females and how is the female supposed to advance when it's not being broadcasted i guess people will come up with the argument that more people want to watch the men or whatever but it mm. how is anybody supposed to learn about the females if we're not broadcasting it or or sharing about it or whatever so just the fact that you could only watch the men race gravel world champs and all these women work just as hard as they did to get to the same exact place, same course, all that stuff. And they're just put on the back burner. Like, so I think, I don't know, that's just frustrating to me because it's like, that's where, I mean, I think like we were doing good and then that happened and it's like, well, what the heck? So I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, well, it, it totally does. Yeah. I, and I, I think something with it as well is like not broadcasting and stuff. And it, it's the cliche story, but uh, it's when the younger generation do get to see these people on TV. And then that's how they learn about their new future pinup person that they've got on their wall. And they're like, I want to be just like that person when I grow up, you know? So if we're not affording yeah. that opportunity to be able to like open people's eyes, that there are some incredible female athletes out there that there's a lot of people that can strive to, to be like, then yeah, what are we right. doing? Right. And how do we get more younger oh, females or females in the sport if we're not mm -hmm. encouraging it or sharing it? And and I there is a lot. There is a lot of sharing. I just it could be better. Yeah. What okay, so from when you started to now, do you think it's grown? Yes. Women yeah. in cycling? I feel yeah, like women in cycling, right? I mean yeah. you actually see a difference though. Like because you went you went race nika and then you mm -hmm. still go to some nika stuff now right or some of that yeah so yeah, and the, i mean do you the, see more do you than when you race yeah and it's growing for sure but you see way more boys in the nika categories still with the girls but when i started i think the varsity girls had like two varsity racers and then by the time my junior senior year when i was in varsity i think i was racing seven eight girls oh, wow. so that's that's growth and that's in three four years so that's that's really good um oh we can yeah, even... even oh go ahead it, but then there's 20 bar 30 or 30 or whatever it is i know it's split up and uh varsity boys and then there's a hundred jv boys and there's 20 jv girls there's just still that that gap and i mean it takes time for things like that to change but 
Yeah. Well, it takes totally. time, but it also takes actions on not Action. just the. Yeah, I mean, like we if we look at the BME. So I start shooting it in I think seventeen might have been my first year, sixteen or seventeen, and looking at the pro women like the category compared to how it is now, and then something else that's going to be getting announced is that they're going to have a what do they call it? Austin semi pro or semi yeah semi pro uh, class yeah semi pro female class or women's class so that because you think about last year we had what would you say our pro women category was like maybe 12 13 15 d and then there was the same you being one of them bella the same five six people in and out of that podium spots Mm -hmm. and then the other people that were like well we're not beginners but we're not pros so i think having like a category like that is taking away a little bit of the intimidation of racing and stuff but outside of that kind of stuff, as far as action goes, what do you see on the bigger scale, Bella? Is it more kind of like um, female-focused, like, projects? Is it, like, is it, it, like, let's just pretend that you're an eight-year-old, a nine-year-old in today's day and age with social media. What do you think that you may be looking for? Or, like, what, where would your vision be? Or, like, how, how could we keep you in the sport as an eight- or a nine-year-old that likes to ride bikes around the neighborhood with their friends and stuff. Mm -hmm. And how could we keep you in the sport? Yeah. I mean, I think again, seeing more of it. And uh, I think people are doing a really good job of trying to do more female or younger girls. I know Nike does a good job with their, uh, with their girl kind of clinics. And I think, I think female clinics is like a really big, thing you get girls going and riding with other girls and having fun first I mean not at eight or nine you don't have a boyfriend telling you how to ride a bike but (laughs) I think that can that can be the straight away and I don't know I I mean I think just just promoting more and having more of those opportunities um makes people gets people more confident because I don't I don't know if I was learning how to ride a bike I don't want to go show up to a a clinic with 10 dudes who think they're the best thing ever. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't scary. either. I mean, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> best thing ever. But, um, wow. I still don't want to go ride with like group rides with a bunch of boys. I'm like, I think I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> they make me better, but. <laughs> yeah, we get it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this like, I have two daughters and I come from motocross and I have zero desire to push them into that sport at all i want them into cycling Mm -hmm. because there is actually a future for women in that yeah you know like that's you come from moto you know some stuff of that yeah with your dad and i raced i raced off-road trucks and i had and there's nothing fiberglass bodies yeah no i mean definitely nothing in short course off-road racing but being one of the only females in the class is like i had like pink on the side that was like bullseye target for (laughs) the boys so i think like i don't know there was there was maybe two of us and in, in a field of 14, 14 year old boys. <laughs> Scary. Wait, yeah. you, so how I, old were you when you were racing off road trucks? I think we were, I started in like the younger class that was like, I, I don't know. I was probably, I think you had to be seven or eight. That's and dope. Then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing I about All the way up to I was 15 and like the, the modified trophy cards where you had to, Use a clutch and, and shift and get the race. She but, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I came from a family of racing, of yeah, just yeah, yeah. <clears throat> something with wheels on it, and we're going to fucking go mm-hmm. fast, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
it yeah tell a little could you give us well, a little bit of the history for for everyone yeah and um both my parents race mountain bikes they race downhill with intents and 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 things like that back in i don't know the 90s and uh but my dad actually grew up racing motocross and he raced supercross when it was 125 and 250 um and then he went to trucks and and all all that sort of stuff so i don't know i, I come from a lot of different racing and <laughs> yeah i i don't know <laughs> she's very competitive is what she's saying i'm very competitive family game night at, at holidays not that fun actually it kind of gets <laughs> so good wow oh that's awesome but, yeah what Man. would you and and this is definitely a putting you on the spot and I've, we've kind of talked <laughs> touched around it a little bit but is there anything that you're currently doing um like as a uh yeah you personally doing to try and uh uh i don't know like bring up the next generation or are you like i think austin said that you're still kind of involved in nike are you still doing like, what do you do right now? Or what do you think that you could do better as well? What do you do right now? And what could you do better? Or, yeah. or us. Or us. Or, or, or anybody. <laughs> yeah, and everyone. Sure. Yeah. The, the mountain bike industry. The cycling industry. Yeah. Well, I mean, for everyone, I think everybody can just... I mean, the big thing, I think, is just being stoked and everybody who wants to ride bikes. If that makes sense. And, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's so many things that could happen. But I think if everybody's just understanding i think where women are coming from and making that better but, um, i am involved in nika i do i uh i was a lot last year i haven't been as much this year which is on me but that's something i could definitely do better i'm i'm was at the start line of all the nika races last year uh and lining everyone up and and cheering them on and telling them when to go. And, and I got a lot of positive feedback from that. And it, it felt super cool. And a lot of the kids were just stoked to to see me. I would wear pink wigs. I would wear tutus. I would just, I don't know, get them excited to go race their bikes. And I think that's something I could be more involved in. And it's something that's interesting. And I think it gets them just super excited. So one, I came from NICA. And now I'm getting paid to race my bike. And two, just, I don't know make them excited about it and see that they can progress to kind of what I'm doing if, if they wanted to. I love that. So that's great. Yeah. yeah that's Thank sick. You. So then, yeah. so then what, what can we do to get more girls, little girls on bikes from an earlier age? What do you think? I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I think, cause I mean, I don't know. You just put, maybe the stereotype is like oh i had a boy like i buy him a bike and he gets to go rip around the neighborhood or whatever and maybe there's the stereotype of oh i had a girl and she can play dress up <laughs> i and so i don't know like where i'm necessarily going with that but like like we have friends who had a baby and i and i we got her a pink strider and she's six months and she's been stoked on the little like base the base that it comes with and rocking yeah. on it and like i don't know if it's like it starts at a super young age i i don't know exactly i think i think the stereotypes might keep people from involving their little girls in sports like this 
and I don't know how that changes. Yeah, I, yeah. I think. I mean, I think more, that's a more, really... more of like tour de femmes, uh, more yeah. women being great, like women like you winning enduro being, and us being posting about it. Yeah, being, yeah. I mean, that's huge, right? Like, yeah. Not and everyone's I think adults get... seeing that, not just kids <laughs> yeah. seeing that, because I think that's where it comes from. You have to get involved in it somehow. It's usually the parents. Yeah, and so I, I don't I... know, but oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, wow. I don't know. I was just saying, I think that it's uh <laughs> it's just it starts somewhere and it has to work its way down and just being able to see more of it out there is I think the way it yeah, works I, its way I, down. I, I think also just as a industry and stuff is uh, having more um, like with regards to like when we're doing video projects, when we're doing articles, when we're doing stuff, you know, like making sure there is a, a suitable platform for female riders. I know Chelsea does an incredible job with pulling people together. I've seen her. So she does an incredible job as far as media goes, but when she's actually on site, she does 10 times more than anybody has ever given her credit for. She's mm -hmm. the one out there. I saw her at proving grounds a couple of years ago. This is now she was injured, so she couldn't ride. And some of the other ladies were just like, well, we're not sure about this. She's out there with a shovel. She's like, what can I do to this course? Cause it's a free ride course. You can like tweak it and stuff like that. As long as you're not blowing up a berm or whatever. But um, what can we do to make sure that you drop in? Because the truth is that if we, yeah, so Chelsea does an incredible job on so many different levels, mm -hmm. but I think having the platform to show how many incredible female athletes there are out there, which there, there, are, there have been since like, my go-to is always Missy Jovi back in the 90s because, well, I'll be honest, I fell in love with her. And that was <laughs> the first time I saw her on ESPN2, I was in, well, it doesn't matter. But anyway, but going back to this ice racing thing, that's <laughs> she was racing that in the X Games. And they used to have downhill racing in the X Games as far as on the snow. And but since like her character, that kind of thing, they it just never seemed like there was that platform, right? And she was one of the rowdy ones, Lee Donovan, like what a bloody legend, you know. Mm -hmm. And but now I feel like us providing that platform to show how many great things are going on is another cool thing because then we do and i feel like people like austin like you've got a couple daughters you've grown up riding bikes like now it's like i want my daughter riding bikes i don't want to ride a moto and stuff like that you it's know? cool that there's an option you know there's an option like, yeah yeah because when i was growing up i i mean even women in motocross almost had an option for a little bit um and there's some drama but yeah like there's there was not really options for women and thinking that route of a career path right like i think that would be right. the question a parent i would ask my my kid okay so you actually see a career path in this right mm -hmm. uh, and that's probably tough i'm sure your dad probably seen the same thing with motocross like there was nothing really no yeah that's why he put me in a roll cage well i think he got hurt so many times so he put me in a roll cage but <laughs> But yeah, uh, no, there isn't. Yeah, your dad has for... no fear. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, your dad's a different breed. He's so much fun to talk to at races. I love it. He'll and every time I have to himself. reintroduce myself, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm Bella's dad. I'm like, dude, we've, this is the sixth race yeah. of the season. We've hung out every race. I know. That's what happens when you're super famous and you're just coming down to hang out. Oh, he's, had a, lot, yeah. he's had he's a just, lot of concussions. I was thinking it was oh, like concussions. He's just proud of his little girl. He wants to make sure that everyone knows. Mm -hmm. He's deep yeah. on it. I see he him is. riding to every stage and, and being in the right spot and cheering on. Like, that's pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, no, he's, 
he's awesome. He's, he's really supported me a lot. When I decided to leave college, he was like, okay, well, let's go racing. And uh, yeah, last year I needed kind of more help getting around to the races and he was at them all or most of them. So yeah. it was pretty did, cool. Did he, was he driving to all those or what was he doing? Was he flying in at some of them or what was? He flew to Arkansas. Um, I drove the motor home to all of them and then he would come up later. He actually has a real job. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he would be there. I don't know, Thursday night, Friday morning or whatever. And, and there the whole weekend and then back at work on Monday. Nice. So, yeah. Austin, can you throw up a picture of Bella's fun rig? Oh, I don't know if we can find a picture of fun. Was oh it my God, on the yeah. social for sure. Oh, it's all over the place. I've got photos. I'm sure. Is it? Is it? That thing's oh dumb. my gosh! Yeah, I, I don't know, know what uh, this is. Paint a picture, will you? It's a fun. It's a fun mover. Mover. Yeah, you you, you have you one. Know I don't. Yeah, but I, I understand. But do you? Oh, for me, the it's the yeah. big thing on the side. Describe the side <laughs> of it, if you will, please. Yeah, the side was I, I, a picture of me with my bike in cartoon form with my sponsors. Down no below. way! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that, incredible. Oh, I think that's bike racing. I mean, that's how you show up to motocross races yeah. with your pit set up and you're and i don't know i mean you're you're rolling it's advertising yeah (laughs) you're rolling a huge privateer pit. usually it's like maybe a sprinter van like you're pulling in (laughs) with a pretty big rig like it's my mom yeah yeah my mom bought bought that fun mover yeah but sorry squirrel but (laughs) sprinter vans cost so much money they do it is outrageous 100 there with you on that i have a shower and a toilet i and it came pre-installed, like you didn't have to do it yourself. Uh, and I don't yeah. have to shower outside. Yeah, I, I'm looking for a picture of a fun mover. I cannot find it on your Instagram right now. I'm pretty bummed. I don't. I know. I I don't you, think I have a picture. I think you need there. to get that thing like wrapped. You know, like let's I go know. deep. Well, does somebody want to fund that? I was <laughs> gonna put, say, if yeah. you put more pictures of it up, KHS. maybe we could. You know, we're I selling know. it right I, now to our 103 viewers. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Slap a logo on there. Yeah. Marketing oh. pays for your gas. Let's go. Yeah. I, feel like, I know. I feel like we could do this. We can make yeah. this happen. Seriously. You're going to have to find <laughs> the photo. I don't know. I, I just found a picture of when I got it stuck in Big Sky. Oh, man. I remember. There we go. That was awful. Yeah. Not yeah. that picture. So you guys stayed, what, how <laughs> much? That's like the perfect one. <laughs> what was, that's the one. That was yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, so you guys stayed in that for how long of the summer then? Because were you really going home that much or were you, what was, how did that work? Um, Yeah, it was a lot of, because from, well, Arkansas, I went over to North Carolina to ride and then drove home and then pretty much was in sunrise. I don't know. I was kind of all over the place and not home that much. I spent a lot of time with the dog and myself in the fun mover with my giant face plastered on the side. I'm like, I'm going to get kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> my dad took the motor home actually for Baja to Mexico. And <laughs> I was laughing. Did he really? Like, yeah. Like so, to uh, the 1000 or 500, 400? Yeah. Did... He just raced the 1000. Uh, he on did the, the 1000? On yeah. Really? On a, like a five person team for on dirt bikes. Yeah. Does he ever retire from racing? He had, he was supposed to do it last year with the team. He got hurt, like really hurt. Like I, it was pretty bad, but then, um, he was like, I have to do it. He's done it in like class 12 cars or whatever, but he had a team that wanted him to be on it. And 
they Did went, you do it in a bike they, or in a cage? What? In a bike, on a bike. Oh, on a bike. Okay. Yeah. So brutal. Because yeah. it rained. He was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah I, I mean, it was on a bike and it sounded awful. And But they won their 50 plus class or whatever. So, wow. Yeah. So it was cool. No, it was fun to watch. It was really stressful, actually, at the time. He, like, sent me all of the stuff he, like, owns. And he's like, just in case. I'm like, dude. Just in case? He's like, I have money in this, and I own this. And I'm like, dude, why are are we talking about this? Now you know where to get the money to wrap the uh, motorhome, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you're still Uh, nailing down if you are getting the motorhome for each round. It might just be out of the KHS thing. Yeah, we might just drive because we'll have lodging and everything now. I mean, the motorhome was my lodging last year and, and my vehicle. So it kind of, that worked out really well. But now we'll have, I do, we'll have like Airbnbs and stuff at every race. Um, so logistically, so not, this whole, this this new team is probably better for you since the other one was more global and this one's US, right? Would you say that? Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I think there's a lot more support in the US. Um for on this new team um whereas i was kind of running my own program last year with some with still really good support it was just different yeah and I, it'll be nice to have a pit set up um and just like i don't know all the spare parts i need all that kind of stuff just yeah. at the races and i don't have to think as much yeah. it's, it's a lot to plan to go racing not yeah. that i should complain but because <laughs> so last year you just was you and the boyfriend, right? Like, yeah. And if you got a flat or whatever it was, it was just you. And now this year yeah. you're going to have some support, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. There will be support. I mean, bringing that trailer and then, and then Lucas has really been on his game of being a mechanic. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask. Yeah. So you've got Lucas as your mechanic, right? Yeah. yeah. Right on. Yeah. Ish. Ish. Yeah. Ish. Is he going to be racing, racing as well? Right? Or no? Yeah. He'll race um, e-bikes. This year. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. our boy. <laughs> I talked him into the e-bike class. <laughs> that's nice. wild. That's a pretty solid yeah. program, honestly. All right. Yeah. Nice. Is but you know that he's going to be leaving the pits super duper early each day, so you're going to be responsible for doing the last minute bolt <laughs> check, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, he can do that the night before. <laughs> He'll do that. <laughs> no. Uh, I know he is going to be leaving early, but I don't know. I can, I can take a tool and check to see your stuff's tight. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so what, are you, what, are you, what are you looking forward to most? I, I think we just have a few minutes left with you. We don't want to take up all your yeah, evening. Totally. But but yeah. what, like this year, 2024, what what gets you uh, the most fired up? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think just this big of a change is really uh, what's going to be the most exciting thing. I think change is good and, and something new is it's going to be really good and I'm kind of just excited to see if I can go win a BME overall and if I can do well at some downhill races. So I think that's really the big goal and, and yeah, just excited for something different. I think it should oh, be yeah. fun. That's exciting. Nice. Yeah. No reason why I can't. Yeah. Right. Just got to go out there and do it. And I'm excited to keep getting to race my bike because there's not very many people who, there's a lot of people who struggled for yeah. finding stuff this year. So I think yeah. I, I feel pretty grateful mm-hmm. that I was able to. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Well, Bella, uh, thank you for being on and giving us some time. Um, I think I speak for all of yeah. us. Like it was actually a pretty entertaining conversation about women 
cycling and all these different things. We thought we were just going to come on and talk about just the new team. Right. And, uh, yeah. we, I think we deep dived a lot more than, uh, we thought. Yeah. More than I thought. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> no, but it's good. I'm glad, I'm glad we got to have those types of conversations. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Good. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks yeah, for being thank an early, an early guest and we wish you the best and I'm sure we'll see you around and see some races and hopefully we'll see you on the top of the podium this year. Yeah. Well, thank nice. you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, cool, Bella. Bella. Yep. Bye. See ya. Thanks, guys. All right, you guys. Our uh, next guest is. We did it. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. On. Did you tell her that she's got here? to, like, wait? I think it's. Was she constantly she... uploading as I she's going? I didn't see it was. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to figure that out here in a minute. Um, Technology. Yeah, I know. I'm going to maybe have to have her back. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Redo. All right. Next, next up, Perfect. you guys. We got Jacob Snow. He's in the waiting room. I'm going to bring him in right now. Um, we got a waiting room. Look yeah. at that little man. Look at this guy. Oh, oh man. Yeah. What's going on, Jacob? Nothing much. What about you guys? Uh, we are currently in a podcast. Not sure if we're doing it right or uploading it right or downloading it right. So, um, yeah. So, you know, Spencer, you know, Jamesy. Good. Good to meet you. Good to meet you, bro. Of course. Of First course. time. First time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, old teammates ish kind of unspecialized there. So yeah, yeah. But I wasn't on the team. I was like just kind of there. <laughs> you were. The... You're on the team in my heart, Spencer. Okay, I appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> nice. Your volume's a little loud there, bud. If we turn that sucker down, a tad bit. Is that on his end or your? I think end? it is on his end. I kind of turned it I'm, down a tad bit. I'm just excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. that. Cool. So, uh, Jacob. Tell us. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Get a little, on, bit of a little bit of an introduction on who Jacob Snow is there, Austin. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. We know, we know who he is. Yeah, we know. Look, we ja know, yeah. Jacob Snow, a, was it U21 2022 champion, right, at BMW? Yeah, 20, yeah. yeah, 2022. Yeah, if you're Enduro class, moved up to the pro class last year, ripped some good races, did some doubles that most people wouldn't even think about doing. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, team specialized for the last couple of years, was uh up and comer, top racer in the Enduro series at BME. Now uh got some announcements and on a new team. Can talk about it. Looks like it's been going on for a little bit, right? And uh yeah, tell us what's up. Yeah, so I was uh was specialized the last four years. Um and then coming to this next year I just kinda needed a change, needed like a refresh. Um and I saw Nick's success with his program at Fazari, so I started talking to him early in the year, was really interested, rode the bike, absolutely loved it, and now we're signed on for this next year. And uh, it should be good. Racing should be good. I'm stoked on the program and on the bikes. So. Nice. Well, yeah, like talk a little bit more about that. You just said uh, on Nick's team, so Nick Nesteroff, and then his – Fazari team. Can you kind of elaborate on what that team looks like? Not really right at this minute. I can't really say, but like... Oh, is it not uh, being announced yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But, well, he's just he's just taking me under his wing. So it's like, he's, he's just really helped me out, like, with everything. Like, bike-wise, train-wise, like, just getting connected in the industry more well hell when when it, do you know when the team's getting released are the information mm -mm. Fuck. austin 
I <laughs> thought we were done and ready to release this. Look, hey, it doesn't come out until like next week. This podcast, so I'm sure it's no, coming out soon. Two, yeah, two we got time. Or... Look, like what, 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 what can you release? Not much. <laughs> Not much. Well, no, like, okay. Well, you're look, on Ferrari bike. You're on a new bike. Let's talk about that. Yeah. What do you want to hear? <laughs> well, tell us. I mean, you've been riding him for a little bit. How's it feel? It feels good. It's a little shorter than uh, the last bike I was on, which is what I needed. I don't really need that s- stability and like the gnarly sections and the jumps, as you guys know. Because um, what I are you like? Do- six foot five? I feel like you're, like you're pretty tall. Uh, like six one on a good day. Okay. Yeah. Close. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah. So. I can uh I can kind of force the bike in a straight line pretty well, but I did need help like in the corners, just like whipping around that extra large. Was, it's kind of hard like bringing it around the corners and the fazari like the way it's designed and the geometry of it like helps me a lot more to like set into the corner and like corner properly in the center and like get the traction I need. Allows you to play with your, play to your strengths. It sounds like. Yeah. 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 I see, I see like you guys are becoming roadies now a little bit. Dude, I love the road bike. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) This is music to my ears because all I've heard for the last freaking like eight years was every enduro guy talking shit on me because I like the road bike. And now the road bike's awesome. I see you guys putting in the miles. I'm like, damn, all right. I support this. My dad, my dad's been riding road for uh, 30 years now. I mean, he's been hit by cars like three times, and he's still out there. So it's like, I'm like, all right, he's he can do it. I can do it. Um, yeah. But it's it's a it's honestly a blast. Like once you know the rules of the road and like get in the community, it's so much more fun than just like riding on your own. Nice. But I mean, yeah. looking like you're doing some group rides. Were you riding as much road before or no? Now it's all. Is that what kind of Spencer was saying? Like now you're all roadie. Not all. Uh, but- not all, but I definitely got some tan lines going right now. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh it's definitely more heavy this year. I know Nick's super into it too, so like we kinda feed off of each other and it's like, all right, let's like do like fifty miles and it's like why not a hundred and we'll just do a hundred miles. So it's like <laughs> That's a lot, that's just... double, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm not good at math, but well, <laughs> While we're talking about that with Nick, so with him being in the position he is that you can't really talk too much about, I mean, obviously you guys knew each you other. You can talk enough. You, you know? can talk enough, but you guys knew each other before this year. So how has things changed with him being, like, taking you under his wing? Like, what, what, what kind of changes do you have to your structure that you were compared to one year ago now? It's not really much of a change, honestly, um, because Nick and I live so close to each other. I was always riding with him anyways, um, and he's kind of been teaching me the ropes the last few years, like getting into the industry, making connections and stuff like that. And he recently switched over to Duro and like has had a lot of success. So just kind of learning from him and learning from like, like he's like 17 years of racing experience. So it's definitely someone like I pick his brain a lot on like what to do and stuff like that. Was that one of your big, big reasons to probably go in for this uh, whole new situation? Yeah, he's, it's really close and I was close with him already. And 
he basically taught me how to ride mountain bikes when I was really young. So being with people I like is like definitely a huge part of my racing being surrounded by like a group, good group of people. And, um, I think it's just going to be a super, super sick year. Um, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize you knew Nick for so many years. Like I knew you lived close to each other, but he helped you or taught you how to ride a bike or whatever, a mountain bike. Right. Yeah, basically. So I met him when he was still on intense, like, like (laughs) seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so question then on that, look, uh, with this team aspect, how is it different or whatever the new situation is from the old one? Like <laughs> what's the ups and the downs and where you're at now, maybe with it, you got a road bike, obviously. So I think the ups is just, it's less people. It's going to be less people to travel with, which is a little easier, like navigating and booking, accommodations and stuff like that it's like it's just easier to travel with less people um but then maybe a downside is like you don't get as much variety and riding and knowledge from all the riders that you're racing with it's just kind of like one two guys so instead of like last year i had cody max and jake to like kind of learn from a bit so there's like Two like ups and downs. It's it's kind of hard to say because I mean we really haven't started the year yet, so I don't really know like exactly what's going to happen. Can you say what you're racing? Like we just got off with Bella, and she's going to do some downhill stuff. Is that is that in the agenda for you now? I want to go back to downhill, but I don't think it's going to be a option for me this year. I think I'm just going to focus mainly on enduro, like the BME series and. Um, maybe just some local like California Enduros and maybe some Revos here and there, but I think that's pretty much it for me this year. Nice. Um, well, one thing, let's rewind a little bit. You had 2022 unlock, crushed it in the U21 thing. Uh, it seemed like you struggled just a little bit coming into this one, um, this last year in the pro class. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, 2022 was a super good year. I had struggled like the years before that. And then I kind of had like a switch flip on my last year and it was just like, I just felt super good at every race and like didn't really crash and get any mechanicals, like didn't really like have any problems. And it's just, I rode really good. And then coming to 23, I was just super nervous and in my head and like, because I moved up a year early and it was like, I just wasn't sure of like where I was going to sit in the pro field. And I got in my head too much and like doubted my riding too much to like trust my ability. And I, like, I know the speeds there, but I just need to like keep my like anxiety down when I'm in the gate on the course and like keep myself like collected and on the bike. Nice. Jamesy, you had one. No, God knows what I was going with. I'm just waiting for Spencer to chime in and ask an actual real question instead of me asking some. Oh, wow. Come on. Well, yeah. Come on, Austin. We don't know our asses from our Uh, elbows. We just take photos and video of that stuff. I mean, thanks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. And then also, just real quick, I can't. Are you at Nick's house right now recording this? I'm at my house. Oh. Because yeah. that kind of looks like Nick's house. And I was just like, ooh, I bet Nick's in the corner. Like, don't talk about that. We can't talk about that yet. We can't talk about this. 
Um, no, even if he was here, I, he can't. He can't uh, hear. So. Perfect. <laughs> so we were talking a little bit. Sorry if anybody else has a question. Definitely tell Do me stuff. So we were looking at the some of the new rules with the BME that haven't been announced. They're going to get announced tomorrow or in the next couple of days. Who knows? But it's going to be they get announced and then this will come out. So one of the a couple of the ones I wanted to kind of touch base on is. So you guys are going to be starting from like, uh, okay, so for our listeners, here's the background to why I'm so passionate, I guess, about this issue. So Jake, so you know that they're going to be, just so you know what we're talking about, they're going to be dropping you guys like, you have to drop when your time is to drop, start right? Time. We'll have start times. At Which yeah, start, start times? Time. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to have to be in them. If not, you're losing 30 seconds penalized so you well you look just like just every other bobby ken doll over in california <laughs> surfer kid you're like cool don't know, cool, don't for, know. for our <laughs> listeners that aren't watching the video yeah jake was just staring at me just like all right cool. Yeah, what, well what do you think about that i it doesn't make a difference honestly um for me like when we do the ews stuff like we have super strict start times and like you always have plenty of time to get there and eat and like i mean if you have mechanical it makes it pretty tough and i think there should be a little bit of leniency there like if you do have something go seriously wrong or you seriously injure yourself and but other than that like i've never really had problems with start times and like as long as you like have enough time to climb then it's it's fine usually yeah doesn't really matter and i'm usually there you're usually there early anyway so it's like doesn't really affect us that much, I guess. Yeah, I think it's it's funny hearing it from different athletes and stuff because I have been around athletes. So just for the listeners, as a photographer, and we, we touched on this in another episode, but not knowing who's coming and when they're bloody dropping is yeah. a friggin' nightmare for us to make sure that we're getting the media of the riders we're being paid to shoot for their sponsors. So then it, you get down the bottom and you're like, yeah, cool snow so you decided to just randomly drop in the middle of all these like i don't know female u21s or whatever you just get a fucking monster <laughs> energy uh, helmet fly past you and so that that so there was a lot of passion on my side with regard to that but uh yeah talking with different athletes about this a lot of them are just like yeah i mean like that's part of the gig like yeah so anyway so it's not a big deal for you jake is what you're getting at no, cool it's actually, that. it's funny you mention that because in Sunrise, I did this gap and I, on my way up, I yelled at Austin. I was like, <laughs> you better film this. Mm-hmm. And you I almost had... missed it because I, I don't think you knew what I was dropping. I had no idea. Uh, what yeah, we were none none of us knew. I happened to accidentally pop B there because I got wind that you were going to do that gap or whatever. And I was like, all right, I'm just waiting for him. And yeah, so. I mean, and I think that that goes to two parts. Like, number one, you are racers out there. You are racing, and that's your job. But also, number two is that if you don't have anybody there to, like, catch all the... Right now, for the v- listeners, the viewers are able to see the... Yeah. This is on Instagram, right? That, yeah. Dude, that video does no justice at all. Yeah, this gap is unreal that you're doing. It's... Yeah. Dude, yeah, who- you take off. You take off. It's blind. It's a blind takeoff. I didn't hit it in practice. I just race around, sent it. You take <laughs> off that lip, and the floor falls like twenty feet out from under you in like a millisecond, and you're looking down like, oh it, my goodness. It looks so small in that video. It does honest. look small. Dude. It doesn't do it any justice, does and it? And then you have no to land in like 
this much space or else you're just destroying your rims on like rocks on either side and it's so scary <laughs> yeah you basically had like a six eight 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 inch wide landing zone for sure because we saw some other lads not try that intentionally but hit it with too much speed and then just buck themselves for sure i think colt i think i got convinced uh colton and cam joy to hit it too the next did they day really i didn't even know if someone yeah. else hit it or not cam cam definitely did i'm sure colton oh, probably really? did too yeah 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 that thing was serious man like i don't even know <laughs> no, but out. outside of that i think all the other new race rules are all stuff that you're already used to but um so what are you most excited i know we can't talk a huge amount about the team at this point but what are you most excited about for this upcoming season uh traveling with nick honestly i'm i'm pretty close with him so and i spend a lot of time with him like almost every day at this point so it's it's going to be nice to have someone like I really enjoy hanging out with, like even outside of biking, we hang out a bunch. So it's like having like a good friend like that around is going to make it a lot easier to like be gone the entire year, entire summer, like, and just like be out. It's going to, there's going to be someone there like with mutual feelings about racing and like driven to be there, I guess. I don't nice. know if that makes sense, but mm-hmm. So then I, I, I got something. You were you were talking, you were saying uh Nick's been helping you or whatever. You're on Fazari or with with him. You're you've got some other sponsors and other things you're wearing and running that aren't necessarily the same as him. Are you working with companies on your own and doing stuff? I think I see you're wearing Pearl gear, or is it kinda to be determined with the team stuff that might pop out? But are, are you learning and figuring out how to work with people on a on a different level and stuff? brands that is uh everything's gonna be pretty uniform this year i think um i just can't really like say anything gotcha gotcha Um, yeah yeah. all right we get it like you just don't want to talk to us i totally get it no i want to talk to you guys but like i i can't (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's yeah right, look we'll just have to have you back on with fixed audio issue and uh have you spill the beans when it's ready right yeah am i like screaming at you guys yeah it's a little yeah. loud it's a little loud it's <laughs> yeah. all good mike and the headphones are just super sensitive it sounds like yeah no something's going on yeah. for sure all good uh, yeah. cool man uh just sweet. So... when uh when will the release be how about that he doesn't know march March. Oh, okay. Look out! Look out in March. Okay, so in March we'll have you back on. Yeah. Bring it in. Let's go deeper on it, and then we'll really pick your brain. Like, is that suspension better? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cool, man. You're gonna have you're gonna have to get Nestor Hoff on here too. And yeah. Maybe both of you. He's got at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. A little, okay. little collab. Um. Cool, man. Well, thank you for giving us about five ten minutes with you uh 20. we will 20 20 yeah oh man yeah he's like 18 18 minutes perfect uh maybe yeah. <laughs> when uh when you're off whatever i might send you a text to keep the uploading because we don't know what we're doing here on uploading stuff so yeah man thank you for everything thanks guys i'm i'll, I'll see you guys this year so yeah, sure. hell yeah yeah all right thanks hell Jake. yeah thank you buddy <laughs> all, right. all right love you guys later love you see ya um, oh no, I'm stuck. <laughs> oh no, he's, he's here for, oh, oh, he's gone. Oh wow. Uh, Dude, that, 
the yeah. audio was a little rough right there. We're gonna have to, we're still ironing this shit out. I am sorry to the uh, viewers. It's all good. I think it was fine. Just a little raspy. Yeah. Almost. Uh, I mean, hey, look, I apologize. I yeah, I thought he was posting that he was on the team and he was or whatever it was was going on. So uh, I know I, that's why I we've got to be careful because we all know way too. He much. did he did a post on the bike and riding it. So I was yeah. like, yeah. you're in the gear. You're on, you can see the suspension and you can see him riding. So we know on the we bike. know he's on Fazari. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I see. The drive train, all this stuff. So I was like, Not all right, well, we're out. Yeah, all right, Spencer we're a little bit. Like, oh, I see that you were in the uh, pull zoomy yeah. gear. <laughs> Obviously, monster carryover. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Dude, it's pretty obvious though. Like, it's, it's not in the like, video. Look, do we need just, to pull the video right now? It's just not, not it's, the team announcement isn't legit. Right, but okay, yeah. you can go if you want to hear. If you want to see what we're asking about, what we're yeah. curious because we don't know anything. Totally, per se. Um, <laughs> it's on his Instagram, but it's on I'll his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, well, back. look, we'll have him back in March. All I right? got questions. I was waiting. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. know how people oh, were know. going there, but yeah, I'm with you. All right, let's, uh, uh, he's let's, such a good kid, though. I, is, I, can't, I can't wait to continue uh, can, to watch he, his career. He kind of had a rough year a, though last year, right? Like, he had I a rough like year for he sure. He was ripping in U twenty one. Had that cross on lock. He does. Oh, rip. He, he's yeah. insane. Yeah. So, I don't and know just, if James and you were where I was. I was kind of scratching my head a few rounds in, like, what's going on here? Is, is yeah. there a health thing? Is there something you know not gelling? This is probably not the best time to say this, but I never actually pay attention to results or anything. <laughs> I'm always just like, dude, yeah. I'm at the races. My friends are racing. Yeah. As long as everybody gets down safe, I'm stoked. And You're then locked in. That's all good. Totally. Yeah, I'm totally locked into it. But just I spent a lot of time, a, a fair amount of time with Jake and then also his parents as well. And so just talking with them and everything. But yeah, I think that, like he said, just with his, where his head was at, yeah. he was moving himself up. I think, uh, he was, it wasn't like he was getting ahead of himself, but maybe he might have heard that around. And then that gets him like, he's such yeah. a sweet lad that definitely does have his ears open. Whereas like, as this, like he was the youngest on the team, right? He was you the know? youngest. Yeah. And then like, for me, from my point of view, as a photographer, I shut off everything. Like, dude, you go on some of my pink bike articles that I've done and there's so much shit talked on my photos and stuff and my writing. And I'm like, well, that's why eh. you're banned from it now. Yeah. So, well, well yeah, <laughs> banned from pink bike, banned <laughs> from Instagram. I'm not banned from pink bike or Instagram. Yeah, I, I just don't know how to get into Instagram. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, but I think that that's a really important thing. Like Spencer speak to that as like, like as a creative, I just block everybody out and I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm going to do what I want to do. That makes me happy. And if people like it, sick. But as an athlete, it's tough, man, to be totally honest. I mean, it depends on on your personality and the way that you kind of are and stuff. Personally, I take everything so personally and I'm so like, I, it's hard. It's hard for me. I had to learn, dude, uh, with the, the first couple of videos I did with Austin, man, I'm in there on pink bike, freaking rallying right back at people talking shit on my videos. I'm like, dude, why? And I still, (laughs) dude, I still don't understand why people have to be so mean and why people have to talk shit online. Like, Dude, people are just unhappy and people are jealous I, and they're trying their own thing. And it's it, dude, it's annoying and it's tough. But it, I, I've learned I've, I've been doing this, been in this for a little bit now. And I've learned to kind of figure out like, hey, sit back. Don't look at it. Who yeah. gives a shit? If you want to fire off, I just tell people, I just say thanks to people. Honestly, I'm just like, yo, thanks for talking shit on my video. It's ta- it's it's helping the algorithm. We'll like, see you next week when I post yeah. again. Yeah, exactly. Please yeah, come back. Yeah. Talk more shit. Like. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, if, I mean, I, I, as cliche as it is, I firmly believe that someone doing more than you will never talk shit. 
to like on you or harping you. Hundred percent. And I think it's I think it's true. Uh, the people that are that are harping you, saying you this guy sucks or whatever, yada yada yada. It's somebody that is jealous of the position you're in. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Jacob had a lot a lot of stuff going on and I'd love to I think, have him. I think probably first year route. He just had a lot of that in his head and probably mm-hmm. was going through that. And, and I'll be honest how he wrote in U 21. I was like, this dude's a straight top three contender going yeah. into pro. Like, mm-hmm. and maybe that was something that probably got to him. And then even on that team, you know, you got a lot of alpha males, I would say, right. Yeah, that, that are yeah, here exactly. to win. And yeah, that's, that's where I was going to go. Kind of like, I, yeah. I think that maybe the environment, um, albeit a, a great environment to learn on might not have been the best for somebody to hop in and just like do first year elite and like be around people. That, like, right. You were U 21. You weren't battling them. Right. And then yeah. now you're battling them for the same money. Yeah. And now he's with people that are all extremely talented riders that have their own egos and have their own ex- expectations of themselves and they, and they want to win and they have their own ways of doing yeah. their best to win. And, and, yeah, I think I think yeah, I hope I hope the best for him and I hope he's in a good place and 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 hopefully he can uh <laughs> he can he can keep all the noise out and yeah, I there's no reason why he can't be be a contender. I mean, he is a contender, but but oh, anyways. Yeah. 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 So, look, let's uh maybe let's switch some gears. Let's get back into the UCI snow bike world championship. <laughs> James is excited about this. Okay. I, I know you're excited about it. Uh, so yeah where do we want to start with this i what, mean we can, can i just like make a an observation real quick well yeah. i'm gonna because i over talk talk over everybody okay so i mainly go to like i love like vital is basically where i go so we all know on vital when things get posted there's very minimal comments right you go there you get your information you're out pink Except bike your comment <laughs> fosters yeah pink bike fosters those and it, yeah. whether it's good or bad, they foster a lot of negative community. Like the the community of Pink Bike is like full of negative comments, right? Yeah. Yep. Left and right. And we can talk about that in another episode. <laughs> My point is that when Spoma posted this video, I think it was Spoma. Um, I'm not Jason, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Point is 60 comments on a vital post. Really? So yeah, so that's like gives you... I know it sounds silly, but that's kind of like was for the, video, our listeners. The video that you wanted to show, or is this the no, video no, no, of this the is, actual racing? Yeah, and the and the last comment that well, last time I looked at it was Stickman, who was at TLD. Now he's yeah. over at SRAM. Very opinionated dude. He's been in the industry for longer, damn near longer than I've been alive, kind of thing. Like the yeah. dude knows his. He's stuff. married to Leah, right? L- yeah, Lee Lee Donovan. Lee Donovan yeah, sorry, yeah, world champ, and um. Anyway, yeah, saying that he's been in the industry almost as long as I've been alive is actually really dating him. He hasn't, but because I'm old. The point being, his comment was, we tried this years ago, didn't work then or something like that. And that was what I was getting at. But either way, long story short, it sounds silly to say, well, it has 60 comments or whatever. But for a vital thing, that that's a lot. And it is, it yeah. is engaging a lot of people into what people's opinion are of it. Um I don't know. Like me personally, is it is it coming down to the? There's a I mean, lot. What of t- is this? It's on screen right now. We're watching it. Like the, it's, um, it's not. Can you see it? I'm sure. No. Yeah, yeah. They they did two events, right? One of them was dual slalom. One of them was super D. Yeah, yeah right? like it, uh, or, su- or super G know. or whatever it would be in the C world. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. Yeah. But like, what is this? They're just. 
<sighs> I mean, it's scary. I think it's like an incredible thing that these athletes are getting down. Like to me, that scares the living shit out of me for I mean, sure. I, I don't even want to walk over right snow. now. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Is this like taking money away from? Could we have done four cross? Could we have brought dual slalom? Could both we have kept equally? enduro alive over there? Well, yeah, and with enduro, now I'm getting all kind whatever. But with enduro, like it's so hard to to televise it's so hard to do totally there are ways of doing it right you know better than anybody but um but if we're talking about trying to get more people more eyes on this stuff like a dual slalom race like the stuff the straights are doing like you put one of those at one of these big events like i don't know i feel like that gets a lot more eyes on it and it brings a lot more i can't believe they had some pretty top riders go right yeah like danny hart yeah yeah danny was out there i mean Spencer, you've already said that you'd be down for. Yeah, you would go, I guess, if you got the invite. Jumping on the bike, dude, one hundred percent. Why? Why would I mean? I'm super down for it. I I don't know that it it needed to be at the top UCI level for like in a world championship. Yeah, that's what I'm saying for like the first right. premiere. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like I'm on sure screen people... right now, we're looking at the world champ. You know, you know, eating their gold medals and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I'm, yeah. I'm sure people have been doing this. I'm sure it's not like brand new. You've seen Fabio Widmer like. One of his one of his biggest videos or whatever, like people ride on snow. It's kind of a novelty, whatever. Yada yada yada. New form of racing. I support that. I'm here for that, whatever. But like, does it have a future? The only way to really find out is to give it a shot. And I mean, I'm here for it. Like UCI is trying. I I again, like, do I think it's the sickest thing ever? Probably not, but but shoot or shoot, you know, you gotta you got to throw some shit at the wall. I commi- yes, I will agree. I'm commending them for going for this, right? Yeah. But gosh, yeah. I don't. I feel like it's almost at the wrong time a little bit. Yeah, if that, if that makes I, sense. Okay, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you think the the industry's not in the best spot, so yeah. why can't we put that money into into making sure that for speaking to Bella or whatever, like let's put that cash into making sure that all women's XC stuff or something is like televised that i I mean i'm just using an it, example it, it, like mm-hmm. i know but, i know yeah, like I let's know keep let's keep enduro. Saying, like, my answer was keep enduro racing going more why keep, why keep we it global let's keep, keep it global. keep it global like, totally yeah. yeah yes yeah yeah i mean but, uh, <laughs> i just think about like with the marketing side of things with regards to putting eyes on it and is this the best thing and then another thing that i'm pretty passionate about is making mountain biking not intimidating right i want to make i want to show i want to break down the this looks intimidating though right that's what i'm saying like (laughs) that's something to be able to do that let's let's okay so the beautiful thing about riding a bike is not everywhere but most but with a gravel bike or a mountain bike whatever we can go out our front door maybe drive 20 minutes and again we're very fortunate to live in the locations we are so yeah i know that this isn't like everybody but for us, we can jump on a bike out our front door. To do that event, even if ski resorts you're, you're are going to have allow to go to you to go there yeah. and then have <laughs> yeah. a special place for you to be able to ride your yeah. bike down, we like we struggle with getting uphill uphill skiing in Colorado. Yeah. You've got to do it. I feel like some mountains are early. just getting with the summer program to get us up. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. And now, and now you want gonna... to do a winter one? I'm a little now, confused. And now we're asking to be on the same mountains with metal spikes in our tires, running over snowboarders and stuff. Like, no come yeah. on, bro. Yeah. And we've I got mean... like 
two hundred dollar yeah. a day lift passes to get up to these yeah. mountains. They, they're doing yeah. this for Instagram, honestly, or, <sighs> and TikTok right, or whatever. That's, like it's that's what I feel. It, it has to be because, yeah. like, there's no way that this can be a consumable version of our sport. Like, it's going to be an elitist right. thing. Like, okay, yeah. Danny Hart shows up. Cool. He's never really done this. He hasn't put much time into it. But we'll give him a rainbow jersey just for the. Oh, I mean, he didn't. The fact win, that like, rainbow jerseys were handed out was yeah, a little, yeah, yeah. that kind of like whoa, like what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I'm with I'm I, with you guys. Yeah. yeah, and I've never ever and, been close to even getting on a podium, never mind a rainbow jersey. You might so have I had don't a chance at this that. one. This could have no, been you. No, I guarantee you, I didn't. I'm just yeah. saying this right here would have been it because they basically, I mean, looks like it'd be better to be on flats, right? I don't know. Yeah, and just uh, just point it down the hill. Yeah. So, I, I mean, didn't... if it's just trying to get more eyes, and I guarantee you the next time I'm in the bar and they've got Chive TV or whatever going in the corner, <laughs> this will be on there. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, I so not. I, I, I don't no. know. I just feel me personally. Spencer content, right? You know? Yeah, well, me personally, I feel like we, we should be using this opportunity, especially with the market the way it is right now, to use uh, to open our sport up to as many people as possible we had so many yeah. people during covid buy bikes whatever 95 percent of them are selling right selling their bikes but how do we keep that five percent how do we break down let's not let's make it so that at trailheads everybody's just like yo what's going on and stuff like that and that's going back to bella's like rig that was something that i always was just like it was always there. It was a dope thing. And that reminded me of racing back in the 90s and early 2000s was the pits. Yeah. And it was a community. And it was people looking out for one another. You know, we're not putting the walls upon our tent. And I feel like events like this, we're putting walls upon our sport. It's neat to do. It's it, If it was just like a I mean, one-off race kind of thing. I tried to do it right dope. before. And that's where your clip is. Should we put oh, the clip up? If, you, if you've got it. And this clip comes from like a YouTuber. Like it was a Missy Jovi fan. But it, it gets the point across of what they were doing in, I think this is 1997. So for the X listeners, games. basically. Yeah, yeah. I would... X Games tried this. And honestly, it looks better at X Games than it did. Like, these dudes look like they're going faster, right? Oh. Look at that dude. Whoa. Yo, mute these are ladies. And she is going crazy fast. So, um. And then also it's Missy. So I don't even know if this was called X Games or if it was Extreme Games back then. It might have still it been was on Extreme ESPN Games. ESPN two. That's all. But I it was know. ESPN two, and I remember seeing this, and I remember seeing Missy, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm in love with that lady." Yeah. Um, so, dude, this this is a this is a great example. If we're gonna do it, let's do it. It's it's not UCI. It's not mountain biking putting this on. It's it's X Games trying to diversify their their viewership and bring new people into theirs so it, it that from from an outsider industry i mean it's still extreme sports industries but like from a a different entity bringing in mountain biking even if it's on the snow i feel like that's a better play than mountain biking trying a different form of mountain biking that is is unapproachable in, in a way if that makes sense like couldn't x agree games, more x yeah. games bringing this on okay Screw it. It might not really be mountain biking, but at least there's some mountain biking on ESPN that wasn't there without the freaking snow bikes. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, I it think was, it's yeah. safe to say we're all very confused why UCI did this. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. that's probably the, we're, 
we're against it a little bit, but we're also yeah. like, well, let's do it. We want more people on bikes, well, but is this it, the right way to get more people on right. bikes? Yeah, that's, that's what we're it. like, what's yeah. going on here, right? Like, I'm also down to try it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. That looks fucking sketchy. Yeah, but it's that fun. shit looks sketchy. Is. I got a mate of mine oh. that does the ice racing on motos around like just yes. the small circles, you know, out here that. in Colorado. Oh, dude, talk about gnarly. Like the way that those guys, they have so much faith in those tires and the yeah. spikes. You so know, much faith in crazy. your teammate not fucking running you over when you fall down. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, anyway, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like if it gets more people seeing mountain biking on a TV screen I or on an Instagram, for a while, that's right? the main thing. Right? But when there's no actual, I feel like maybe uh, like a full circle of like, okay, so you're going to just sell this to someone or is it going to get more mountain bikers to go to the mountain on the winter? What are we, what are we doing here? Right. right. Like they're, yeah, it's not like they're open on the winter what's for us the big to go picture? now. Yeah, what's, but again, like the bike industry really... Us. Yeah, and generally speaking, the bike industry isn't the best at being able to be like, let's look at this bigger picture. But yeah. instead, it's all just knee-jerk reactions about whatever's yeah. going on at that current time, it feels like. Apparently. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, then maybe next segment weigh in. Let's talk about Red Bull Hardline and how it's... Uh, oh, have you guys been seeing that? <laughs> I mean, oh. it's it's uh, it's moving. I mean, not moving, yeah. but now there's another round. That's probably the yeah. best way to go it. Uh, the actual events here in like two weeks. Um, but if you guys, I'm sure, watched a little bit. I mean, we're, mm-hmm. first off, where are we at on Red Bull Hardline as as mountain bikers? I feel like, again, it just gives another. I mean, like the courses that they're doing, um, that, that we're doing in Wales, it, it, it's insane. It's insane riding. Again, it's another spec, spectacle like uh, Rampage that I love that it gets a lot of eyes on that sport when they start looking at it. I mean, you think about the course, riding it, riding those courses is fucking insane, but racing them takes it to that next level of insanity, right? So, I mean, I've always been a big fan of watching it. Um, I've never gone out and shot one, um, but I would, I always wanted to, absolutely. And yeah, I just think it's, it's a facet, it's another facet of cycling that makes more sense to me than snow biking or whatever that is. Well, well, that's, that's, yeah. yeah. I mean, Spencer, what, what, where are you so at? I'm, I'm kind of on the opposite side of the fence. I mean, I yeah. like, I like hardline. Hard, don't get me wrong. Hardline's sick, but why are we adding it? I feel like hardline is a spectacle of its own. Like it, it should have just stayed at the it, Atherton's place. Yeah. The UK. It doesn't just need one. to be a series. I mean, yeah, I, understand with you on that. That, I understand that, that the course is. Cause this is dangerous shit. Like it's, yeah. it's downhill on steroids. It's, it's not full, uh, rampage. Yeah, but it's no. exactly. this weird. There, there, there's another example. Like rampage can only be rampage, in my opinion. Thank like, you. Why? Why? I don't think we need to go find another set of rocks and go rampage Australia or something. <laughs> like really, like let's Which do the one. It, yeah. I think. I think also another opinion. Rampage has a timeline. I think that that the lifespan of rampage is probably coming to a close in the next couple of years i would kind of wonder that as well i do i, I mean dude they're, they're it's, exhausting it's hard to all the ridges. watch yeah and it's just so gnarly they're so i mean who knows maybe i'm totally wrong here but like how much more of this can we do without somebody really getting like they are getting hurt I mean, there has been definitely right. some but yeah. it's like with with rampage and now we're kind of like going off on the yeah, tangent sorry, but, but no no no, no, no but not, though. I, we I, are I, talking, I think it's yeah. good 
it's like with Rampage and stuff, you start seeing a little bit more of the slope style kind of aspect as, yeah. as with the technology that's come up to where it is now. Uh, yeah, like you can ride it in a single crown, you know? Um, I, you, ain't, you ain't doing I, that at fucking hardline. Yeah, you want to see old Bernard Kerr doing flip whips on a hundred foot jump? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what, what that, mean... But that's what, like, so then we get a little bit more of that, like, slope style kind of influence into it. Then you get the I mean, more of the like the riders that are like, well, rampage is big mountain stuff, yeah. And so where where does that go? So I know I agree with you. I feel like there's a timeline for its current uh, yeah. setup for sure. Yeah. But right I mean, now we've look, got to look on the at screen. what he's yeah on the screen. We just threw up Bernard Kerr over there testing the course, and I kind of heard just some stuff that like you know these courses take time to build, and they've just and built perfect. this really and perfect right. Like this is gnarly and i think it kind of i think for us like right now you see bernard kerr comes out of the corner and he has to fucking crank to do this thing and, and then, then it pushes it yeah, and yeah. This, jump, this jump like I'm, I'm not there but it doesn't look that bad big, like it, right it's, it's yeah it's definitely a big jump like don't get me wrong it's off it looks of, like something of, at Whistler, it's, right? it's the road gap for our listeners and not visual but it was yeah. posted by red bull bike so I'm sure you've seen it if you're listening to this podcast. It's just a long, a long jump without much pop, and the landing's decently long. But I mean, he just like goes straight through the stroke because the landing's so hard and so flat. Like I don't know, it is what yeah. it is. I'm sure they'll figure it out. They'll work it out, and people yeah, will love it. How many it, people but, they got to break but, off to get to there? You know, and and it's early season. That's another thing. Yeah, like rampage. I mean, not rampage. Sorry, uh, hardline is typically the OG hardline up in Wales is like end of season maybe you get some downhillers but you're mainly getting like some free ride guys i don't know if you can expect to see jackson goldstone ripping hardline uh wherever they are new zealand because it's before the season so i don't know we'll see i mean only time will tell but i i yeah i feel like we're just talking negatively about it no but But. to your point with like a jackson for example i'm sure that he's just gonna be like dude i want to hit this and then his team and i don't know this is just me assuming and using jackson as an example but his team will step in and be like yo bro you're not hitting this race because does that happen though we've got uh, to cycle like are the teams that are saying this i know some yeah there's so many team managers and they're putting they're putting the team's interest they're doing their job by saying no athlete you can't go ride this downhill race or whatever before because we're looking at the point structure we're looking at the bigger picture definitely i mean it's not as extreme in the moto it's not as yeah it's not as as extreme as the moto world is but it's still like yeah people i mean really they they won't let people some of their guys ride dirt bikes in the season like yeah it's for sure i mean like they're oh, investing yeah. they're investing money and, yeah. and and the riders are their investment and why would you put their investment in harm's way if it doesn't have to be so i mean it's not as gnarly as i mean as once again i think we commend red bull for expanding the sport but maybe just leave it up at atherton's place i hate to say it yeah. but uh, have we seen a full course preview no like has that been released then, yeah right because yeah. so it's not know. working yeah we're, I, I, I don't know again, i have no idea and again, like, is this, it's going to be an invite only, right? Yeah, I have the list right here. Uh, yeah. You know, you got G. So, Atherton, obviously. Jackson yeah. Goldstone, Bernard Kerr, you know, Kate Edwards. Yeah, uh, fine. Yeah. He'll, he'll yeah. be there. These but are, he's also not There's, a, there's a hefty list here right now yeah. that uh, is going to be riding this. Casey Brown. Hell uh, yeah. Mark Wallace. I mean, but still, it comes to, are mm. you 
team manager and you're telling them like, Hey man, maybe chill a little bit on this when you go, especially if you just watch the Bernard Curry right. video. Right. Right. Yeah. And again, I think that like, it, it's going to be super sick to watch. And I think then we can have a little bit more of a, because yeah, like you're saying, Spencer, we're kind of going into this with the negative. Oh, well, why do this? Why do that? But once we see it, I feel like that's going to be a pretty good understanding. What's the coverage going to be like? What's the, how is the production put together? Cause it's like, again, I know that there's the race and that's the main thing, but I look at like that bigger production, like how is the PR behind this? What's this doing for the sport and how do they, like it's Red Bull put this feel together. that they're going other places. Like, I feel like they kind of made that fucking event, right? Yeah, but that's a family of people that just want to keep doing the gnarliest thing and keep pushing. Yeah. I mean, talk about G. Yeah, yeah. like oh. broke himself off at Rampage this year. Like, what was yeah. the first year that he rode Rampage was it almost 20 years well, before? I was, I was there at the first year that they did the course and built it and uh, stuff. And there was 10 guys. Mm-hmm. And by the, the first like couple laps, they were like, only two of us can do all these jumps. They're basically following yeah. G to just get the speeds. I mean, it was fucking gnarly. Like, right. and, but it took us, I guess, 10 years ish to basically perform to perfect that course to make it where it's like, okay, cool. Like, uh, we could send a Spencer there. Right. And just- wait, what, what course are you talking <laughs> about? Bro, no, Nobody's yeah. um, sending me there. The, yeah. The whole round. But you get what I'm saying? Like you can send. Com- yeah. 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 Yeah, but um, I, I I do feel like I'll be excited to watch it. I'm super stoked yeah, we're to all see how we watch it. it. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. We're gonna and, watch it. And again, like maybe yeah, to your point, Spencer. What what are we what are we getting out of this as a community as a bike community? However, yeah, I think we're we're gonna find out how well it's done. You know, how many riders are still? Because how much it. is it to win it? Is there money? Because I isn't it only like it's like sixty grand to win uh rampage but how much is it to wait win what it's not 60 grand to win rampage they get like 200 dollars and a slap on the ass no no uh it, i listened to a podcast with uh cam zinc talking about how much he got to win uh, right but grand? that's through bonuses no no well, that okay, was from red back bull up. that was straight okay, red yeah. bull yeah i yeah. should before i say he was, anything he was i should check like, out my stuff i think it was 50 i'm not a hundred percent sure but did he, he was, also win like he was a pissed about the, it he's like yeah. dude i'm risking my fucking life here you know and and i've been yeah. told and this is from the broadcast numbers that red bull rampage is red bull's largest viewership oh it's on, got to be on tv no absolutely TV thing. got to be yeah well that's another Spencer, we your sh- audio's off shoot man i just clicked uh i just clicked over to google and did a quick quick google research i don't don't take this to to too much legitimacy but um this thing says right here the red bulls prize purse total purse is 200 grand for rampage so that would probably probably make sense around 50 yeah yeah with then you throw in the we should, before we get too deep into all that, we yeah, need yeah. to grab like a Zinc or a Kyle or oh, somebody. Yeah. We're all, this, I mean, these so are we just, can... we're just hypothesizing and just, oh, yeah, we're just bullshitting some about this, right? Yeah, we're broing down sure. on it. And we're just wondering the same question. Like, can yeah, hit us yeah. up, let us know. We'll get you on. <laughs> yeah, um, about it. But yeah, but, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess I wonder how much Hardline. Can you Google the Hardline payout? I mean, yeah, for sure. We can, we can do that. Yeah, get on these Google machines. Hardline. I can't do it because I got too much shit in front of me. Purse. Like beers. 
How much? This is great for our audio. I'll just keep talking while these guys are staring <laughs> intently into the screens, looking up this stuff. Um, but yeah, um, going. Away, I, I think that with any of these stuff, the snow bike, hardline, uh, anything else that we've got, this is a year to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. 500,000 euros. To win hardline? Uh, that's what it says. It Dude. says the winner, Jonas. I don't know. Vanguard. No way. Dude, that's... Does that seem right? No, no that's like close to 600 out. grand Jonas, in wait, dollars. Jonas no, Vanguard, that's Tour de France, bro. Okay, so then maybe it just pulled the wrong info because I just looked at it on Google real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting... And my numbers were way I off like, when I, I was just said 600. Like, Who the fuck but... is Jonas Vanguard? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. That's yeah. we're, we're butchering his name, but yeah, he's, uh, he won. He won. Some oh time. yeah, that was Tour de France. Yep, he yeah, got. Uh, and the conversion is that is five hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars. Twenty-eight. Okay, yeah, I'm way off. I was just looking at it because I'm jumping on a plane or go to Hit. Europe tomorrow, and I was just like, "Oh, do I buy clothes over here in the states?" Or no, my dollar's better. Hitchcock for stage twelve win got eleven thousand euros. All right, we're not going into TDF stuff right I'm now. I'm trying to fucking find this. It's man. all good. I'm all right, well, down. whatever it is, like it, it's an it's going to be an incredible show. Red Bull knows how to put the production together for it for sure. Yeah, we're going to get all kinds of Instagram clips. Like yeah. these other riders, again, I'm not on Instagram really. So, <laughs> like, are we seeing stuff I still outside love this of everybody? Story. Could you tell us, like, oh, for I'd our love viewers? to tell the story. Yeah, our viewers yeah. and listeners. Basically, long story short, this last. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Six years of my life, or ever since Instagram came about, I was like, this is just killing photography. I openly talk shit about it. This has got nothing to do with why I'm kicked out, but um, openly talk shit about Instagram. I think Instagram's one of the worst things out there and it's ruined photography. However, karma, it's, made yeah, it's Spencer's definitely career. benefited a lot of people. Dude, Without Instagram, I wouldn't have a career. So, like, with me saying all that stuff, I wouldn't be where I am now without my ability using Instagram. So, anyway, I don't know. Like, three, four months ago, I uh, jump on the old IG, and it's just like, hey, we can't verify you. We need to verify you on this account. I'm like, all right, whatever. Click it. And it's like, do you have pictures of yourself? And I'm like, "Uh, no, but whatever. And then so you click yes, and then all of a sudden it makes you do this video, like whatever, like a video thing to, you've got to verify to Instagram. Never mind my phone number, my email address, my Facebook business profile, any of that shit doesn't matter because I can, I can reset my password now. Like I can, I, I can change it. I can do anything. I still have access to all of those, like the phone number, the email and everything. And then Instagram, it'll send you an email. We're reviewing your face. And then they always say it'll take 24 to 48 hours or 72 hours. Four minutes later, every single F and one, I get another email. We No, no, no. It's like four minutes. It's like, we cannot verify that you own this account. And then finally, I was just like, after doing it, like maybe I did it like 20 times the first day and did it maybe five or six day, times a couple of days later and downloaded the, deleted it, downloaded it, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, you know what? Like I've sat here and bitched about this platform for so long and I've been very fortunate and grateful that I was just like, fuck it. 
like my portfolio is there and I know that it's not the best thing as a photographer to be able to sit there and say, well, you know, I'm not updating it anymore. Go to my website or whatever. But also, fuck fuck a company that sits there and says, we're not going to help you. And then I reach out to that meta business. Like I'll go, obviously I've already gone on way too long about this. I thought this was a short story, you know? No, dude. It's like, and just the way that they like handle it and they're just like, we'll just start a new one. And it's like, yo bro that's like okay spencer tomorrow you've got to start a new instagram and then from this that point on all your sponsors are looking at your stats on a new instagram right you yeah. bet and your ass is getting on a fucking plane and flying there no it, yeah. would, it would suck but luckily yeah i mean i mean yeah i would try to use people connections that i have to to Make it's it totally so that doesn't happen. What they did to you, James. But but and and maybe maybe I can help you actually if you if you have any interest in trying to get it back, I might know some people that can help you do that. But but I have had this happen. This happened to my sister. This happened to a few friends. Same exact story. Same same exact situation. But and it sucks. It it's it's really unfortunate that a company like that holds so much power, uh, at least mm-hmm. socially. Um, yeah, over seriously. a lot of people because it, it does legitimize, yeah. legitimate look legitimize. at us watching clips right now from exactly these from Instagram. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, our hey, that's our story yeah. sure. hey, but on a second note spencer whatever you did with your camera and your position right now the lighting it looks fucking dope dude Thanks. Fucking i just i just sat a little lighting i just yeah. sat dude, a little closer because yeah. it's getting dark and my whole i was looking i can't even see my mic in front of me so i mm. i was i don't know just trying to dude, it's a good look Look, long story short, I'm just giving you a compliment. That's hey, it. thanks, my guy. Take it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, but anyways, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we got two hours out of this pretty We did. We dug steadily. deep on this one, you guys. Yeah, um, nobody needs. Nobody cares about my Instagram problems. Oh, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you fix it. I do. I do. We'll figure it out. And, and um, we need your audience to be seeing this on Instagram anyways, so they can tell yeah. us the show. Come we, on. I feel like one thing before we go, we didn't really get to talk about, uh, like we did Snow, right, when he left. We didn't really talk about Bella when she left. Like, pretty great little segment with her, right? Dude, and, I thought it was great, honestly. Amazing, oh, yeah. right? I, we, yeah, I, I mean, we're getting we got a lot, a lot of great information too. Like the fucking hip thing. What the fuck? You break your hip or <laughs> Dude, whatever I'm... it is, and you win the fucking mm-hmm. WL champion, national champion. I'm going. I'm going to the hip doctor tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, seriously, <laughs> like some lig- ligaments shortened. Yeah. Yeah. You sure it was just a hip? You know, yeah. like what the fuck yeah. did they inject her with? Yeah. Oh, do, okay. I'm, no, I'm gonna go off on a tangent about a '90s movie, but it was the one where <laughs> yeah. the kid like uh, ripped up his shoulder or his elbow, and he became a major league pitcher. Yes. Because, yeah, yeah. That's I how she is. Remember that? But no. Uh, um. Everything Spencer's about Bell. <laughs> like he's never like, seen that movie. <laughs> he, that was before his time. I think yeah. it's got. No, it wasn't Angels in the Outfit. It doesn't matter. The point is, but Bella at races. So I mean, I love watching her ride. I love everything. Like. Her presence and everything like that um, just brings a lot. And just like she sat here on the podcast and said, I was at fault for going to races early. Like she owns it. And she, I felt like, and I don't know her super well from the races, but what I do have been around is that she owns things and she will not in a negative way, call people out, but she'll definitely be like in one of those race meetings and like, well, what about this? It's almost like she's not afraid of the controversy. She's not afraid of that. Um, what do you call it? The 
con confrontation or whatever mm -hmm. like she's there at the race meetings and will bring up points that people are just trying to like, sweep under the rugs or something so i think not just as an athlete but just as a person to be around racing and everything she's doing with uh nika and everything like that is uh, it's phenomenal it's just having more and more people like her in the sport yeah that do understand their position because she didn't want to say it but you could see like when she was talking about being at the start line and she's got a pink wig on and a tutu those young people both guys and girls will be looking up and be like she's a pro mountain biker oh yeah. my god and we get to be around her like that brings clout and uh, i love seeing it when those athletes i love what she's done for the that, sport right uses her cool. platform yeah in a in a way like yeah. that so no, yeah that's i'm kinda, a huge fan yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, was, uh... and, and yeah, we need to figure out how to champion that more. I think, uh, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm, the I'm sport stoked. needs with... more Bellas, right? Yeah, I guess that exactly. would be the best way to say it. No, straight up, and and yeah, she's making an impact on these people, on on her peers, and and all the little girls that she's riding with on on the Nike League, and and I mean, in one way or another, the answer to the question I was asking, how do we get more girls on bikes, yeah. uh, little young girls that that start yeah. at an early age, and and I think that's exactly it, getting people like bella in front of them and and, oh, and showing huge, them that, right yeah showing mm -hmm. them that there's an option and and that uh yeah they have something to look forward to and someone to look up to and in that that handles themselves and and progresses um the sport in a positive way because yeah i don't i mean there's that it's out there but uh, we need we need more of it so yeah yeah I'm, there I'm, is there, there's a good a good you know there is some athletes to get to the top and they probably guess the best way to say it is don't give back to the sport. Yeah. Maybe, uh, not to trash on them. I get it. Maybe that's their way of how they have to keep their focus and keep winning. Yeah. So to see a Bella who is a winner come out and do stuff like that, like that's rad. That's yeah. thank you. Like seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I and her dad is, I know we talk a lot about oh, way too much about her dad. A, he's a badass. But he's yeah. such a badass on the sidelines <laughs> to dude. talk shit to. I've, oh, I've known him for, oh, man, since I was like 10 years old. Oh, no. Oh, so no I, yeah. yeah. So, and I've seen him with Moto. I've seen him when I did filming at a short course and him racing trucks. I even seen Bella back when she was like 10 years old. I didn't know like, her, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, like she's, that's a racer fucking family right there. Yeah. And dude, yeah. to, to be totally honest, like the way that James, you were just talking about how, how she's not afraid of confrontation, it's probably from her dad and from the way she raised, like not to say that like moto people are, are always the best and always right, but that's, that's kind of the environment, honestly. Mm -hmm. And and especially being a girl in a, in such a male dominated world, like I'm sure that she learned that from growing up racing trucks and telling the other boys around her to, you know, like kick rocks man i'm gonna smoke you kind of yeah. idea. like and yeah that's great it's, i think yeah. it's awesome yeah cool you guys uh Sick. thank More you for these, uh man. we're making fucking being a part of it yeah, yeah i know if seriously you're, if you're listening on on spotify hit us with the five stars because that helps thanks for listening this far <laughs> hit subscribe on the damn youtube leave comments who should we have on i don't know engage with us because we we want to hear it and we're thankful for everyone who's listening and who's listening who has listened to us for two hours yeah, um, seriously, it's crazy, and it went well. I'm proud of it. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Thank you for watching. Find us on Instagram, Insider MTB, and on YouTube, Spotify as well, and uh, hopefully soon on some other platforms. Thank you all. Later. Yeah.